Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 213 of the Vex on Vex podcast. Morning radio episode number 45. As always, hello, Dave. Hello, sir. There's another Dave in the house today. There is. There's two. Lean in and say good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. <laughs> Dave's not here, man. Dave's not here. David? David and That's Dave. That's true. What's up, Tiffany? Nothing. Nothing. A big cup of nothing. Yeah. I'm glad we checked in. <laughs> <laughs> nice and early. All right. Before we kick them, well, I'm going to give it a minute because Michael Gregory has sent us an official sponsor he wants me to play. He doesn't want us to listen to it. He just wants to play over the air. Okay. So I haven't listened to what he sent me, but um, perhaps uh, it will be going, interesting. We're just going in blind. We're not. Good morning. Good morning, fire pants. You don't know who that is. Again, a lot of inside jokes. It's very trippy. Yeah. We have see. You can tell the guests who listen to the program, not yeah. program, program, because they know the fucking inside lingo. You sir do not listen to the program, but that's okay. You'll get there. You'll be like Michael Gregory said, "These are the days I know. I know." <laughs> Michael Gregory. There's Michael Gregory. Hello, Michael Gregory. It's only on Facebook or what? No, no, no. So this is YouTube. That's Facebook. Okay. And then it's on like iTunes and shit. You aren't always on YouTube. No, no. That's what the cameras are about. YouTube sound, the video is good. Good. I got to send the link to someone. Actually, can you send me the link? To the yours? Yeah. And then I, I got to send it to Trish because she wants to listen. We have new listeners. Veronica Vaughn said, morning, Joe That Veronica Vaughn is one fine piece of ass. I know from experience. I know from experience. No, you don't. Dude. <laughs> That was a thing. That happened this week in my life. I shouldn't discuss that. That's bad. Maybe you should. No, I should not. I maybe you should. A friend of mine posted this thing on Facebook, and it was all like, rah! And I just thought of that. I was like, no, no you didn't. No, 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 you, didn't. no you didn't. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I haven't seen it on Facebook? Because right? you're banned yeah, from Facebook? <laughs> there you go. You and our producer have something in common. So yeah, we think there you go. Lean on the table. That's perfect. We think Tiffany's currently banned for life. Is that true? Um, Not yet. Okay. I don't know if I'm banned for life yet, but as a precaution, I made up a new backup. That's fine. I appreciate all people who are banned from Facebook. It's awesome. I can't even get a false identity on. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> really? Yes, happens. you can. I'm telling you. When I just put in search, it's just like. Eliminated. Won't even let me sign in. No, you're making a new one. Like get I like know. a Gmail email address. It's fake. Like I am not crazy at gmail.com. For real. And then just make a new one. And call yourself not David. That's it. Like alright. Not David. Not. Not. This tie is black knot. <laughs> oh, fucking links and fucking YouTubes. Oh, it's silly, isn't it? I wish they could just tune in themselves, but I I, I want listeners, so I don't care. I'm all about it. I'm, I'm all glad about we have too. listeners. I'm glad seven people listen to this program. There's four in there now. Uh, see, four of the seven are here. Well, it's right early. Now. It is early, yeah. Don't worry, it's coming. I appreciate the people that hang in all day. Uh, David. No. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. We I'm can, just out the gate saying We can now send it to people. So Trish had never heard the program, and she came in for the morning drinking last week. So oh. she had never heard the show before that. No. Day. Oh, wow. I'm surprised she didn't leave screaming. Or she, wow. Well, Someone passed out for five hours. I mean, there was that. Yeah. I, I may have been a little tipsy during the program. Dude, and then you drove, which scared the fuck out of me. I, I peaked, and then I was fucked. That's not how it works, man. Oh, dude, I was I was grateful and hateful. I was G and H for life, baby. Th those are our t-shirts coming, grateful and hateful. 
Not that you asked. <laughs> the t-shirts are on the way. They are. We got merch. Oh my god. It's going to be fun times. And then I'm thinking as people win quote of the week, we may have to throw them some merch to put the word you out. You can't afford that shit. This we'll show figure, has no budget. We'll figure away. Okay, Trish tried to send a chat, but she said it's on YouTube, so I don't know how we access that. I don't think I have access to that. Okay. That's all right. You read the Facebook ones. I'll be fine. It'll be Hi, fun. David. Hello. So what project are you currently a part of? Because you're, you're always playing. You're a musician. You're always oh, playing. Oh, and why is the Kentone Cavalcade of Flavor? Not into that name. That's a lot. Yes. So when you say Cavalcade, I think of the 50s. But yeah. Yeah. Do, 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 no, there do, is do, some do, of that. Do, do, do. It's everything. No it's shit. a whole variety. Variety. Yeah. You're just you're just happy old to country. play. Oh well, old country's good. Yeah, and then we rock it up, and then original. No, oh, you originals. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan of the originals. Like, like John Denver, old country. No, more like uh, you know Hank Williams, Ernest Tubb. That's good. How do you feel about the third? Hank Williams the third. I like the third. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool, right? Yeah. Big fan. Yeah, he's all right. No? Except when he's running around with all the meth heads in West Virginia. <laughs> Funny you should bring that up. Country road, take me home to the place I belong, West Virginia, Mountain Mama, save me home, country road. All right. You are like one of our 7,500 bass players that were in Starscream at one time. The most recent one to go cray cray, his name is Paul. Paul has moved to West Virginia for real. There you go. First said hey on Facebook. Holy hey. shit. <laughs> they call her Trish the Dish. Now, is she no, going to be upset that she's not drinking? Is that the thing? Like, you gotta, She's like used to doing chasers with the program. So this is the first time you're hearing it not drinking, Trish. I mean, if you want to show up and start drinking, it is my I 100% invited her, by the way. Oh, what the fuck? Where are you at? Slacker. Yeah. Hi everyone. Hello, Where Gail. Are you too? Well, they're both they were both at work. Suckers. <laughs> so they're okay now. I was drunk last week too, and I want to be drunk again today. Anything happened at practice crazy last week after you left at nighttime? No, no. Practice was awesome. I actually, awesome, awesome practice. Good. Johnny Mac came home and said, "Babe, Dave said this was almost the perfect day." I had it, dude. I had. An amazing day. My day was fan fucking tastic last Friday. Number one, I get to do this. <laughs> right? Dude, and as stupid as our little fucking ridiculous show is, dude, I look forward to doing this show, man. I have fun. We have a good time. We have a good time. And then I got drunk. <laughs> and then I went home. And uh, then my wife came home and some things happened. And I was happy about that. The and then I went to practice. And practice was Absolutely awesome. Like, so good. And then got drunk again? A little bit. Ah! A little bit. Angie said, morning, friends. Gail said, the Godfather is awesome, and yes, the fuck he was. Dude, the Godfather is the king. He, his name is fitting, dude. That guy was amazing. He's officially embarrassed about some of the things that he said, which Why? makes him sad. I don't know. Well, you said he was unaware of the fact that he, he was on a podcast. Well, I don't... I mean, there were cameras and microphones. It gives it away. And then he, it kind of went out live. So this gentleman... He's older. He might be in his seventies, actually. Seventy-three. Why do you know that? He told me on so he's one of he's one of my neighbors. One of my neighbors. And he's awesome. He's a retired police officer. 
and, he's, and a retired nurse, actually. Yeah. He has like two fucking full careers. And he he's awesome. He came in, bro. He sat down. And I, there were a lot of people. So it was just Dave and him for a second. He sat here. We didn't have a third mic set up because we had the whole thing over there. And he was just like, you know what? I love pussy. And they're just like, huh? And so, I was letting go with it. It was awesome. <laughs> He said he also said he played in a band for a while that like toured with Strawberry Alarm Clock yes. back in the day. Yes, he did. Like, dude is cool as shit. Like, he loves his music. Yeah. I was like, you've done a lot of shit, man. He was a really cool dude. David, I'm going to show you a clip. Hold the fuck Strawberry on. Strawberry Alarm Clock. Hey, yeah. open up for Incense and Peppermints. Remember that? With the guy with the bass and he's dancing. I don't know about the bass, but Incense and Peppermints, they were in that movie. Um, fuck. The, the pill movie. That doesn't help. You should help me with this. What? Okay, hold on. Roman Polanski's wife's name was what? Valley of the Dolls. The film yeah. Valley of the Dolls, Strawberry Alarm Fox, Sharon Tate. They're in that film, and that made them famous. You'll know this. The lead guitar player winds up in Skinner. So he's in Strawberry Alarm Clock. He's a little bit famous. Mm -hmm. they, 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 they fucking whatever. He left. And then he goes down south, this unsigned band. He's like, these guys are good. And they became fucking Skinnered. And then he quit because of Ronnie before the plane crash. So when he came back later in the 90s, and he was back in the band again. It's pretty great. Oh, the blonde hair guy, the guy that was first in Skinner? The heavy guy. Yeah, the yeah, heavy guy. Exactly. He was in Strawberry Alarm Clock. Okay. And so Rick opened up for them. Nice. So cool. I had a really great time talking to you. Sir, okay. I love eating pussy. Like, that's how the interview started. I haven't asked a question yet. It's got to be party the godfather comes and he's awesome he brings his wife who's like my age he's 73 the wife's like 45 like he's he's pimping he's he's pimping man. he's doing it big and that's like a, i guess second or third wife i don't fucking know there's a lot of wives a lot of kids you can barely keep track of your own i have a fucking tracker god damn it i'm aware of my life <laughs> zero children that's the way to do it i don't know i don't know we'll see dave how many wives do you have yeah. <laughs> no. How many have you? Oh, that's not that bad. You're very quiet today, sir. Are you shot? Just sort of finding your footing. New format. Oh, yeah. it's true. It's a new format. So tell them about your children. Yeah. Well, I have a daughter and a son. She's 19 in college for uh, what do you call it? fashion design. Okay. My son's still in high school. Oh. Big things. He's a senior. He's a great guitar player. Can you speak up into the microphone yeah, just a, a little? Senior. Gail said, I have a period tracker. Vex has a wave tracker. I'm screenshotting that. Is she got your quote of the week? That could be close. That's that fucked up. Good, good for you, Gail. Good for you, Gail. Gail also said you can develop an app for that. <laughs> There's an app for that. There's an app for that. Hit the button. Hit the button. Oh, that's amazing. That's a good one, right? Every week, the, so I have a housemate now. His name's Christian. He's a mailman. He'll change the voice thing every week before he goes to work to fuck with us. And so that's a pretty good one this week. 
Oh, that voice that changes. Yeah, 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 every week. It used to say cunt. It was the cunt button. Cunt. The same thing, though? No, every week he oh, changes it. Yeah, it maybe say different shit. And it's a surprise. So we never know what the fuck it is until we get here and then we uh, play it. And it's kind of fun. That's his wacky, wacky morning programming. That's what it is. That's not how I would describe it, but you know, it's, that's his contribution to the program. It is the program. We have a lot of strange contributors on the show. We really do. As well, it should be. I, yeah, I, you're taking it back, aren't you? Weren't expecting any of this shit, were you? This is a lot to deal with. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking of soupy sales and a mouse and dropping spiders from the ceiling. Not opposed. <laughs> <laughs> Until today, I don't think we've had a commercial. Oh, we are. All right. Michael Gregory, you ready? Today's sponsor from Michael Gregory Stickhead. Hold on one second. We have an official commercial. Oh. Real quick, Dale did say he should have been there last week. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I just seen last week your your hair would have turned all white. You would have just. That's not your mind. You're used to this shit. He's yeah. a normal gentleman. I don't know about that. I do. I mean, some guests say it is a little overwhelming. <laughs> oh yeah, well, stand and say a fucking thing. No, he didn't. I felt bad. We didn't beep him though, so that's a positive. <laughs> it was a little much for Stan, I think. Somebody else, like I said, he has a program, and I went on there, and he beat me every three seconds. So he came on here. He didn't say two things. He brought a nice box of donuts and shit. He was cool, but got he, he beat Vex to the point that when I listened to the show, I I was concerned that uh, they had kidnapped Vex, and he was actually <laughs> trying to send out Morse code and SOS. I was worried. Yeah, it was bad. In your fucking clip last week, you're like, I'm blinking twice. Send help. Send help. I was like, <laughs> All right, you ready for the sponsor? I'm so ready for our sponsor. <laughs> I ruined it. It's, right. it's not working. Bear with me. Technical difficulties. Here we go. Ready? Hi, folks. Big Al here. Friends, do you have trouble with your mattress? Does your mattress feel too dry? Do you long for a mattress that is as moist as a prison shower room floor in August after a fresh shanking? It's pretty good. Does your mattress smell too pretty, like the front row of a Tower Swift concert? <laughs> and you long for the aroma of a wild turkey vinegar and FC saliva spit? Well, come on down to Big Al's Pissy Mattress Emporium. We have Did he make that? He must have made that. Dude. Dude, all, all right, that uh, was amazing, Mike. Michael Gregory, you are that you was are, amazing. You are a fan of the show, and we love that. He episode. will not take a day off from work and come on the program. So it's that magic. It's that magic. That is the dog piss. Battle. All right. Yeah. So here's the backstory. You remember when the dog bit you in Port Richmond when you visited my other house? Yeah. That house I grew up in. That was my parents' house. Yeah. I sold that to Michael Gregory before I bought this house. Right. So the neighbor next door was a nice old lady. She fucking died, and her dirty, junky fucking daughter, since I left, has now taken over the house. And it's to the point, like, you know, when shacked up with a meth head named Bones. Same Bones. Bones is a thing. And they just put this mattress, like the yard, they burned fires in the yard on the concrete. Michael Gregory said that was only half of it. I'm sorry I cut off. What do you want from me? So pretty good, though. So much more. Maybe we'll play the sponsor later. I hope so. Second hour. If you tune in for the 9.30 hour, we'll play the sponsor again. So the house is dilapidating. From the inside out, yes. It's mm -hmm. quite bad. It turns out so are the occupants, most likely. Yeah, so he calls in with like crazy fucking stories all the time. Like, So we've now framed the mattress. It's part of the program. Like, If you weren't here, the camera was on the mattress. 
because we have a three split screen. So, so uh, yeah, apparently this has been here for, for months. And Michael Gregory apparently uh, posted something about it on a neighborhood Facebook page. Is that correct? Initially. And then uh, Meth Head Bones saw the post. <laughs> and got offended. And got offended and responded to him. And it was uh, it had a very threatening tone to it. It was bad. So then the other neighbor, because it's a row home, two doors down, is now posting about it anonymously. And we're like, that's got to be Michael Gregory. But it wasn't Michael Gregory. It was the other neighbor. The mattresses it's, again. it's a thing. So we think we're going to, we want to set up a booth over it and go charge people to take selfies in front of the mattress. That's what I think we're going to do. Is it going to end up in the glass case? Right here? <laughs> well, that's a great idea. We can put it in the yard and like fucking charge tickets. Come see Doug is back. Because I have a truck, right? So if I could just take gloves and a couple of workers and just throw in the back of the truck, they don't want it, obviously. It just smells like failure and death. But besides that, it's lovely. I feel like Bones probably does too. It reminds me of that robot. Johnny Mac said, hello, everybody. I'm Dr. Nick. <laughs> Hi, Dr. Nick. <laughs> you want to lose weight? No, you want to gain weight? Rub it next to a piece of paper. If you see through it, it's your window to weight gain. If the paper turns clear, it's your window to weight gain. There you go. Seriously, baby, I can prescribe anything. Dr. Nick is awesome. David's like, what the fuck is happening with this yeah, show? It was a serious program. We've it ruined wasn't it. ever a serious program. It, it, when you were on, it was a little it was serious. serious. It was pretty yeah. good. What did you guys discuss at that point? Oh, uh, all right. Remember when they showed Krusty the Clown before he did the morning show, and it's black and white, and he's in the suit, and he has the cigarette? Yeah. That's what the program was like. And now it's become the Krusty the Clown show. Awesome. So it's like the two dichotomies of Krusty. My slideshow metal. <laughs> I never liked Mel as much as Bob. Well, I mean, Bob's a murderer. Come on, prove it. And he framed Krusty. <laughs> He's Kelsey Kramer, right? Or Kramer. Is that a Kramer? Kramer. Uh, Grammer. Yeah. Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. And then uh, uh, David Hyde Pierce from Frasier uh, did a guest appearance as Sideshow Bob's brother. I remember, on that. The show. I remember that. It's a spectacular. There's episode. new Frasier. Did you see that? I did. I've never seen a Frasier episode in my entire life. Never one. I watched I it randomly. So it's shit. Evidently, he grew his beard. <laughs> well, he was a longtime alcoholic, drug addict, and really? uh, cocaine abuser. Because so. one of these places I played down in Jersey, up on the marquee, was like Kelsey Grammer beer. Kelsey Grammer beard. Yeah, he was there. I guess. So now he just makes beer and doesn't drink it. And he loves coke, bro. He I'm turned over a car. Do you remember that shit? In the height of his fucking popularity, he walked out. He's like, I'm fine. I'm David Lee Roth. Boozy, boozy, yeah, pretty much. Roth style. Oh, so what do we think of that uh, Sammy Hagar tour? So Sammy Hagar, did you hear about this? No. Sammy Hagar, Bonham on the kit, Michael Anthony on the bass, and Joe Satriani on the guitar from Chickenfoot. And they're going to go around doing classic Van Halen all summer. The Hagar, Sam Michael Anthony. Satriani yeah. and Jason Bob. Jason Bob. So it's basically chicken foot, but they just replaced the Chad. drummer. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chad's busy, so. Yeah. I'm kind of cool with it. I kind of want to see it. I know he's going to definitely play the Eddie parts correctly. Oh, I mean, if there's not too many people in the world that I'd be like, and, yeah, you can do that. Job. And that's what Sammy said. He's like, if you're going to do this, because when they talked about doing the thing with Roth and Michael, not Michael, um, Alex, they called him before. Remember, Newstep was going to be the backup bass player. Yeah. You hear about that? If you already died. So there was a whole thing. 
Taylor Hawkins dies from Foo Fighters, and there's two beautiful giant concerts in both sides of the Atlantic, right, to, like, celebrate his life. And for Eddie Van Halen, arguably one of the greatest rock guitar players ever, at least in our generation, there's nothing to celebrate. Nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. So David Lee Roth sat down with fucking Alex, and they were like, okay, we're going to do the full-on Van Halen experience tour. He wanted two singers. He wanted Pink to back him up. He wanted two drummers. He wanted two bass players and two guitar players. So if someone gets hurt or someone gets COVID at the time, like then they could still fucking play the show. That was the understanding. And Jason Newstead got tapped for it. Um, Satriani got tapped for it. And then nothing came to fruition. Like he just fucking fizzled out. And so Sam is like, fuck it. I'm going to go out and they're going to do like the Van Halen tunes. I'm into it. I would love to see it. I don't think I want to go see it. I would go see it. I don't know about that. Would you go see it if it was Dave? No, because Dave can't sing now. Dave couldn't sing before. Yeah, but all right, that's true. Okay, but if you saw Dave from eighty to eighty-five, at least it sounded like Dave. Now it's like ah, ah. It's, it's pretty offensively bad. What about you? You were in a fucking Van Halen tribute band. So yeah. what are your thoughts? Well, I saw I saw Dave uh, in that eighty-eighty-five period. That's a good time to see him. Yeah, but I seen him also in. Well, I'm trying to timeline it, but when he played at uh, the Man, he was good then. That's wearing hair weave. That's the nineties. That's the nineties. And I think that the guy from Motley Crue was the guitar player then, Johnny Five. Okay, that was the DLR band. Was that John Five? Oh yeah. And then before DLR though. Well, that was a little. Some at a casino was just some guy, but it was great. You know, something for like five bucks. No shit. That's so bad. I got front row at the man for five dollars. Company was with the first time band company got together. The original. Yeah. Paul Rogers. Oh, like five bucks. I backstage Paul Rogers. With, all, with every fiber of my being. Really? He got in Queen, one of my favorite bands of all time. Unacceptable behavior. He was fucking... Um, what, did he do something wrong? Yeah, he got in Queen. <laughs> I think he just... If you, no, if you're not yeah, sucking dicks right. and you're the singer of Queen, you're fucking up. Like, you gotta be sucking some dicks. And that's those are the rules there. I didn't make the rules. Was, I mean... I hate that fucking guy. Now, there's more. I hate that guy. No, so then Zeppelin breaks up because Bonham dies. Then the firm happens. Who's he tap? Paul fucking Rogers. Fuck that guy. And he was on Swan Song. I mean, I know, but fuck that guy. They were also signed to the label. That's the whole thing. They were the first one. They yeah. were Were they the first they one signed to Swan Song? Or somebody. Who was Sugar Tooth? Was Sugar Tooth the Beatles signing or was that a fucking Zeppelin signing? Beatles was uh, James Taylor. Well, who was Sugar Tooth? I don't know who that is. <laughs> They didn't make any money. I think that was on Swan Song, too. Anyway, I hate Zeppelin, frankly. But the point is, I really fucking hate Paul Rogers like a lot. Ah, fuck that guy. I don't understand the hatred. And then there was a. Are you just mad at the dude because he jumps around and plays, you know, with every band? Do you like the sound of his voice? Yes. I do not. Yeah. It bo- and I'm a vocalist. It bothers me tremendously. That's how I feel about Eddie Lee. And I can respect that because I also feel that way about Gary. I really Lee. hate Getty's voice. Some parts of it I don't mind. Like it'll come on the radio when you're driving, and it almost sounds like Sabbath. And then the voice starts, and you're like, "Oh, fucking Christmas!" Because singers like, whose voices you hate. Wow, that's pretty much all of them. Getty Lee. I fucking hate Plant. I hate those records. I do. I'm not a huge fan, but I won't. I don't think I'd put them on that list. I would. That's screeching like. So mm-hmm. my Getty Lee. Dave Mustaine is up there. I like Dave Mustaine's I voice. Hate his voice. Love it so much. Love it. Uh, who else? Scott Stapp. Hate Scott Stapp. All right, <laughs> I am gonna reveal some shit on the podcast. I would never admit ever under any circumstances. 
there is one Creed song that kind of came out around the time my mother died that I fucking love. And I forgot it existed because I hate Creed. And then it popped up on my YouTube and I was like, this is, this is a really good song. I like this song. Is it though? Is it, it is. is it? The guitar line in the beginning is amazing. I love the band. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing that no. pisses me off more than anything about Creed. Six but... feet from the edge and I'm thinking that's so good. It's so good. And I hate Creed. I can't stress this enough. Sucks, but God damn I like Nickelback. Oh, I don't give a fuck. By miles I don't give a fuck. I like Nickelback. Uh, I, I fucking Avril Lavigne in her twenties. Good for him. I like Nickelback. I can't dispute that, that dude is the ugliest motherfucker in the world. He has an indoor, full-on hockey rink in the back of his house. Like him and his friends get drunk, David. They get drunk. They're like, yeah. She's like, you want to play some fucking hockey? And they're like, yeah. yeah. And they go out and they got a pro fucking rink because he's that rich, dude. That's rock star shit. I I I approve. And the hooks are great. He can't play guitar that well. He knows it. And he's like, fuck it. I'm going to write hooks. And fuck that. They're good. Fuck I mean, that. Dude, you can write a hook, man. You can, you can make up for a lot. Dude. And like, a fact. <laughs> remember when he had the hair over his giant ears? Yeah. He was hiding that shit. All of a sudden, his ears are small. Yeah. So he looks kind of handsome. Ugliest guy in American history. He has $100 million. Looks great. Just saying. Fuck good it. Good, good for him. Good for him. And never, he never had any embarrassing. Remember when Scott Stapp lost his fucking mind on yeah. meth, yeah. and he was on his phone. He's like, "They're taking my money away." You remember that shit? He had meltdowns. No, no, she meant Godsmack. I fucking hate Godsmack. I like God. Fuck midget singing. I'm a witch and I'm a midget. You can fuck right off. First off, fuck you. Yeah. Because Wibble opened for me at one point. So at one point... You know who I really hate? Um, most of the music that Fireface listens to. Cause she likes Starscream. She Fuck. Likes, she likes pop country, and you know it. And it sucks. She likes... No, not Nickelback. She likes Godsmack. Like, that's her band. I like Godsmack. And then we wrote this song for this new for the new record, David, and she calls it the the, Buck the Buck Cherry song, which is very upsetting. It doesn't like Buck Cherry. No? Yeah. You, well, don't, you don't like being compared to Buck Cherry? Do you? I mean, I never would be, so... <laughs> That's, that's not really what I do. I don't dislike Buck Cherry, actually. I don't hate him. You know? They got a big farm. No, they don't. Not anymore. Oh. They used to. That crazy bitch time. Cocaine is 99. I'm not cocaine. Right? That's 99. And then 05 is crazy bitch. That's their big comeback. And then it's kind of dwindled since. The, the King Sam of that band left. He's like... Yeah, I guess that is 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a hot minute. When they wound up on Tosh.0 as the background band for some white trash people, yeah. I knew it was kind of over career-wise. I was like, maybe you shouldn't have Again, done this one. I don't necessarily hate Bob Terry. I'm not a huge fan. I saw... Alright, not that you asked, but I'm gonna fucking tell you. In 99, it was my first 10. I had a 10 girlfriend, the hottest girl ever. 10! Fucking first, 10! My first 10. I was very excited. And she liked rock and roll, which is how I got her, right? So she's like... I want to go see this concert. So I went to go to concert with her. She had money, so I fucking care. I had no money. We went to see, unfortunately, Godsmack at the big house, which is the Electric Factory. Thousands of people, and I hated it. I was bored. I was like, my it was like shit. And the week later, we saw Buck Cherry at the TLA, the Little House, and they burnt it fucking down. And I was like, there's no, there's, there's no parallel. This one is a real rock band. The other one's corporate bullshit. And then. Reality of it is Godsmack got bigger and bigger and bigger, and Buck Cherry kind of crested, because on the second record, they wanted to cover, you know, I'll do anything, I'll do anything from Dramarama. Remember that song? 
You remember Dramarama? I don't. It's like 84, 85. Anyway, the record company wanted to cover that because they were friends with Dramarama. And they're like, if you fucking cover this tune, we'll put on the record and we'll really push the second record. And they, no. and they, they did cover it as a demo. They, and they put it on some movie soundtrack. And they didn't want it on the record. So because they didn't put it on the album, they didn't push the second album. They just went... 84. Well, that was that. This is like 2001. So right around 9-11, Buck Cherry's second record comes out. It fucking flounders. And the band kind of breaks apart. So it's just the guitar player and the singer. Kind of like my life. And um, they rebuilt. And now the guitar player left. He's like, dude, we're, we're like 60. I'm out. We and suck. They don't suck. But no, they, don't you know, suck. they replaced it with an Asian guy. He's, that's Asian. Chock full of drunk white chicks. Listen, you know my anthem. <laughs> you know my anthem. Don't stop. <laughs> yeah, but he does a lot of. Where is she going? He who? What? She's talking about the Filipino. He was in like the Eagles thing back before he got. No, he wasn't. Like, yeah, he was. That was a cover band. He wasn't in the Eagles. That's, I know that. I'm saying he can sing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. We said famous. But he, well, Eagles are famous. Yeah, but he wasn't in the fucking Eagles. No, he was in the Philippines. Now he's in fucking, he's in Journey. Yeah, so. And he went back to the Philippines. He has like $10 million. That's like $100 million there. He's oh, yeah. a god there. He's a god. He's like, I'm Manny, Manny Pacquiao. Pacquiao. That's yeah. it. Bro, I've been pricing it. You're going to the desert. I might sell everything and go to the fucking Philippines. You can live there for fucking You're nothing. I might. With the interweb, we can do anything. Not, I won't accept the calls. Ew. Exactly. I can't ever. When I'm old, I'm going to the beach. I'm telling you right now. I do like. I like the vaginas. Okay, real quick. So my husband texted me. He said, "Holy shit." The guest looks like the guy from The Devil's Rejects. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we just watched that movie not too long Otis. ago. Otis. I met Otis. He's like four foot tall. You're not four foot tall. No, he's not four foot tall. How tall are you? Gigantic. Six three. Big guy. You're pretty tall. Motherfucker. Oh, well, that's why he said The Devil's Rejects. I know. <laughs> uh, well, I just saw the other one. In the I was, was going to give you Rob Zombie. But I get that all the time. Yeah, I'm I guess sure so. you do. And Artemis Pyle. <laughs> no, not Art. Is he a child molester? Is that real? Yeah, some some kind of trouble, but I don't know. I think it's. Is it him. is it real? I don't think so. You think he's getting no. Russell branded? <laughs> think he's getting railroaded? I think something like that. But you know, it's like, hey, well, if he is, I'm fucking. Well, what's your thoughts on Russell Brand? He's getting railroaded. He's totally getting. Oh, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. Fun. Because he said some shit that, you know, <clears throat> powers of beat didn't right tell, him he's, tell him he's lying. That's the thing. Tell, exactly. tell me he's lying. Because he's not fucking lying. Not at all. He's sticking by his guns. He knows he's got, just waking everyone up. But he's got millions of dollars in the bank. It's really easy to stick by your fucking guns when you're already rich from being in the system. He was in the system. And he got all that fucking Arthur money and all the other yeah. shit. He got money. Well, they all get money just for certain things. I believe they have the stuff you see that gets. If it gets on the air, they got money for it. Like, for instance, Marvin Hagler, right? Yeah. He took the shot. He dies. Tommy Hearns says, yeah, he told me he took the shot, and he's not feeling good, and he died. Tommy Hearns speaks out against the clot shot. Marvin Hagler's wife says, that's bullshit. Blah, blah. I think they put money in her bank account. You know See what I'm saying? That's what I think they do. You know? Go ahead. Andy said she was thinking he looks like Ryan Hurst. <clears throat> 
Who the fuck is that? We don't know who that is. We know it's David. He looks like David to me. <laughs> Actually, when you first came around, you were like super dad guy before you became full oh, rock star guy that. again. <laughs> yeah, fuck that show. No, it's Opie from Sons of Anarchy. She don't like Opie at all. She out of her mind. No, you don't get that one. Angie, you don't even know. Where are you at? We need free breakfast, Angie. And Angie wasn't drunk last week. No, she had to drive. Yeah. I was expecting her to get a little hammered. It was unfortunate. We would have had fun. Angie, it went off the fucking deep end. It was it was all right. I got it through it. But all I know is that a program from 8.30 a.m. till 10.30 a.m. took my entire Friday. The entire Friday was gone. Just gone. Yeah, but it was awesome. It was good. <laughs> yeah, you had to leave. <laughs> I did leave. That's what I'm saying. And I had to clean up. I got like no sleep. It was a long day. Did you work the night before? Yeah. I didn't comprehend that for some reason. Yes. Felt like you were off. He, yeah, he works nights. That's why we do morning radio. Yeah. This is this is my Friday night right now. Night shift. Yes. Oh. It's terrible. You love it. I do kind of love yeah, it. Yeah, you lie. Terrible. Well, I don't love the hours, but yeah, uh, the 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 corporate end of the business is not uh, in <clears> attendance. <throat> During night shift, so I approve. Like, I have to get up Monday at 4.30 and Tuesday at 4.30, and I'm, like, talking shit. I love it, dude. I love it. I'm done by fucking 11 o'clock. I'm done. I'm done. What do you do with yourself? Well, I rest, because you get 4.30. <laughs> I'll sleep. And, and you feed crows. I do. For, I feed crows now. It's, like, my thing. Are you the crow? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no well, one of those shitty movies? You, you know, people love that fucking movie. The first one's good. I just watched the second one for the first time. Why would you watch the second no, one? The second well, one. I never saw it. All right. Is the Devil's Night thing in Detroit, was that real or was that for the fucking movie? I'm pretty sure that was for the movie. Because it became a real thing. Yeah, so the movie kind of weird. People are fuck ups. We know this. But it and, became. And also, it's Detroit, all right? And weird shit happens in Detroit. Amen. All right? The Gathering of the Juggalos happens in Detroit. And those people are fucked up. We almost played it twice. I don't know how you would have gone over there. Dude, the makeup and shit, we'd have been fine. Yeah, we'd be fucking fine. Spitting blood on my eyes, they they would fucking dial us right in. And King Sam's a badass motherfucker, giant fucking. We went over. Maybe I still. Not, maybe not my band wouldn't have made it there then. Well, which one? You're in thirty bands. I'm in two. Firepants said, "Fire it up!" Fire it up. <laughs> Fire it. He goes up there banging away on Darling again. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie in so long. The guy. The main heavy in that film, film, is the fucking Paul Rothschild actor from the Doors movie. Which movie are you talking about? The Door. Yeah, the, I'm sorry. The Crow can fire it up. Yeah. So the, the, the main guy with the Asian girlfriend, or yeah. his half-sister, whatever the fuck is supposed to be, he's Paul Rothschild in the Doors movie. And before that, remember the talk radio movie that he made, Oliver Stone made? Do you remember? I think it was called Talk Radio. Do you remember that? Vaguely. All right, we need to Google Talk Radio, young lady. See release date and see who the star of it was. 1988, and the star was Eric Bogosian. That's it. Yep. It's supposed to be a, a loose interpretation of Howard Stern, but it was more political. And at the end of it, some guy fucking murdered him. Here's the funny part that you oh, I know. remember I know. that movie? Yeah, curly hair. yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. So at the end of the movie, Rocket's Red Glare is the actor who plays the hitman, and in real life, he probably killed Nancy Spongebob. Ain't that fucked up? That's fucked up, right? He was like the fucking drug dealer for Sid and Nancy. He's the guy. Wow. And so he's dead as fuck. He was a big fat guy. Like once he quit heroin, like fat. Rockets regular. Decent actor. Hey, really annoying voice though. Hey, what's up, man? And then he killed the fucking guy at the end. 
It was fucked up. So in that film, did you still so you saw that movie? The talk radio movie? Do you remember that shit? There's, I, I remember there's an 80s rocker kid who shows up. He's like, hey, man, Steven Tyler, woo! To come be interviewed in the program. And that's that fucking guy, the same actor. So he's in a lot of Oliver Stone films. I'm glad Aerosmith is calling it quits. Well, they're like 70. It's got to be over. Because the Rolling Stones are still doing it. Well, there's a whole theory with that. What, there's what, that makes them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell, tell David the theory. Ah, so, so... Vex, our friend here, believes that uh, Mick Jagger is in fact immortal and has made a deal with the devil. And no matter what he does, it's like Groundhog Day. And if he dies, he just wakes up in his bed the next morning. He's like, did you stop me up? No, he wakes up on stage oh. in front of 80,000 people. He's like, stop me up every day. Fuck. Like He's like, boom. Oh, sweet relief, right? Opens his eyes. Stop me up. He just doesn't want to do it. He's forced. He's like, God damn it. No. And this is his hell. For all of eternity. That we have to endure him forever. Because why wouldn't Keith Richards have died? Just logically. Charlie Watts is the dead one? Get yeah. the fuck out of here. How did that happen? Poor Charlie. Actually, he's out of the fucking cycle. He's done with the demons. So maybe Charlie's fucking safe. Charlie paid his debts. The rest of them died. Well, the bass player bounced and married a 12-year-old. You know about that shit, right? Uh, Remember when that fucking happened? He meets her when she's 12, David, and he's like, someday you'll be 17 and I'll marry you. And then he did. And that's weird. No, and that was so long ago, she's fucking old now. She's like fucking 60. Oh. I mean, look, Elvis did it too. Yeah, but in 1990, like, when you pull some shit in 1956, right? It's kind of fucked up. You're like, oh. By 1990, things have changed, my friend. Somewhat, yes. The smart guy is the guy who replaced him and said, I don't want to be... In the band. Right. No, just, that's not smart, though. Because he didn't get a percentage. They wouldn't... Ronnie Woods... Yeah, the, Ron, of course. But Ronnie Woods, the last guy they cut in. Now, you're going to know this because you have been around rock and roll your whole fucking life, right? And this is my theory on the Stones, and I fucking hate the fucking Rolling Stones. The only people who were in the Stones who wrote songs that don't suck my cock are A, dead, or no longer in the Rolling Stones. Now, when... Hold on. However, I don't hate the new tune. You know what? Neither I do I. Hate it. That slow one, right? Yeah. It's so good! It's kind of good. It's so good. All right. Don't eat my cookies, goddammit. That's my cookies, goddammit. I've been I've been not eating sugar, right? And then Lee gave them to me last night. He's like, "Here, buddy." And I was like, "After the after the program tomorrow, I'm gonna treat myself to a cookie because we have a show coming up." So I like the show the week before. I don't eat sugar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why? Can't be fat and bald. You get one or the other. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Fair. I remember being on the stage. I, I was on stage with this guy, and he was like, "Vex, um, you had jumped." And I felt a giant gust of wind pass my face. You might want to work on that. And I was like, and I was like, God damn it, man. Like, this is before the gym and stuff. You got in my head. I still think about that all the fucking time. When I'm at the gym, like, God damn, fucking, that's the thing in my head. You should probably work on that. For the record, how's the beard going? Johnny Knox said, please bring some cookies. <laughs> no. There's like four cookies. And you only need one. That's not a bad fucking point. I will tell all of you this. And I will tell Johnny Mac this because I see Johnny Mac pretty regularly. It's holiday time now. And so there will be no shortage of cookies for everyone. Because my lovely wife gets a little baking crazy come holiday Can I time. put in the ones that I want or I just get whatever she says? Exactly. 
you get chocolate chip. That's all I want. That's all I want. That's all I want. That's all I want. And like, no fucking, like, from a box bullshit, like, she makes chocolate chip cookies and they're fucking banging. When he says things like this, I'm like, maybe I should get a serious relationship and then everybody has this kind of stability. I'll give you an example. Next week is Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Everybody going somewhere? Because I'm fucking not. You have a t-shirt to wear wherever you choose to go. That's true. I'm wearing that Saturday, actually. Are you wearing tomorrow? Of course I am. All right. Angelina Menhart said... Who the fuck is Angelina Menhart? I don't know. I'm going to look. No, it's good we're trashing people we don't even fucking know who they I are. I don't know, but welcome to the shit show. Welcome to the shit show. Let you have... should see your face. You look like you're shell shock. I feel bad. Like the last time you, you came in and we had these great discussions, today you're like, I'm not how about feeling this it's spiders from the ceiling Bex. and I'm like oh. fucking weirdos are talking about some crazy shit. Well, Gail said Bex, you're always invited to my place for Thanksgiving. I might take her up this year. Go ahead, sir. No, you're talking about Sugar and food and Thanksgiving. I haven't eaten in two weeks. <laughs> All right. How many days is your fast going to be? Probably thirty-seven. Uh, I think I might go for a five day, or which would be my first real one soon. I saw. I saw a thing. Like when you're I'm not outside. eating food. No, but that thing has st- like nu- nutrients it's in fruit. it. No, but that's nutrients. That's something. Well, yeah, I'm getting nutrients. I'm taking herbs and stuff. So, I'm so, not so you, die. no, no, that's the thing. Imagine. Well, no, I might not. I might just go water for four days yeah. and see what happens. Well, I did thirty-three with just lemon water. And and how would that work out? That's great. Like you felt good, right? Well, it gets hard. But... That's the thing. Does it get? I, all right, this is what I read. Go ahead. Okay, Angie said, "Ha ha, it's me. I didn't realize I was on my tablet. Oh, she's under the Angelina Menhart." No, that's fucked up. And then Samantha said, "Does she? Does your wife make pizzelles?" Uh yes. Christian's mom makes them, and then he brings them home, and he leaves them here, and I just like a rat. I go in every night. I'm like, I just eat the. All right, I, 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 I don't necessarily dislike pizzelles. They're not my favorite thing. They're so good. But I, at this point, I send my wife to her mother's house to make them. Because I can't stand the smell of the oil while it's cooking. It's like too strong. It's like potent. Okay. And then your house stinks like it for like two days and it like burns my eyes. Gail said I'd be a nasty bitch if I didn't eat for that long. Angie said that's actually my real name, which I did not know that. I was looking up that name on Facebook and I was going to fire a nasty comment to the lady. Why? That person didn't do anything. You you, uh, apparently were hateful, not grateful today. All right. Well, that's good. Are you just, what, are you all worked up today over there? No. You, it's just your normal hateful that self? Is, all right. You're so angry. No fucks Friday. Why are you so angry? Because I am. Maybe someone didn't get laid last night. No, maybe. Don't worry about that. <laughs> That's never lacking in our house. I mean. Except know. when I broke your ribs by mistake. Well, for eight weeks, yes. It feels like Monday. It's not a Monday. <laughs> it is in no way a Monday. Monday is very different. I always have to work on a Monday normally. So, so Mondays are very so back different. back to this fasting thing, you literally didn't eat food for a month. Yeah. That fucking sucks, dude. I'd kill myself. Yeah, it felt good. No, it didn't. Are you're you, lying to you're yourself. You're like, it felt good, dude. I got my energy. No, I feel great. Well, it's 8 in the morning, whatever. It's still, okay, what are you saying? I said, I would think, like, after a couple of days, I'd get a banger of a headache and not even be able to, like, continue. Women are different than men. Now, the headache's real. That's about the third day. That's that's oh, brutal. Because I'm weaning, you're weaning from caffeine and sugar, you know. I mean, I don't I'm a sugar caffeine. junkie. I am a sugar junkie. And I was, I got up to drinking a lot of coffee with a lot of sugar, and that's why. That's my favorite. <clears throat> you know, you take a piss and it smells like coffee. Or 
It's like uh, too much acid. It's acidic. You know. Water. Yeah. That's what I'm drinking. Good for you. Water. Good for all of you. Yeah. There's his alcohol. Oh, did you want to mix that shot with something? Wasn't that the whole thing? You made oh, the greatest. It was spectacular. It was spectacular. Johnny Max said, fuck it all Friday. Fuck it all every day. I give no fucks. What is that, Red Bull? Uh, yes. It is uh, dragon fruit flavored Red Bull. And I found out on the program last week that uh, mixed with whiskey, it's absolutely spectacular. <laughs> that was a shot of choice, wasn't it? I, I mixed whiskey with beer. That's also good. That's I don't drink any beer, though. I couldn't drink those. My no. heart would explode. It won't. You'd be fine. I'll never know. I've never I had mean, one. I've never ingested one of those in my life. I don't, I don't never think you should be involved in any type of stimulant ever. Amy I'm not that up. Come Man, on. I think you would be. I, as First I, off, if you've never really had it, you're going to be overly sensitive to it. That <laughs> shit's going to... You might as well just do cocaine if you're done. No, I've never, I've never had an energy drink, but caffeine doesn't affect my body. Like that would it doesn't. I don't get any stimulants for, at, at all from caffeine. That's why I don't drink coffee. It doesn't do anything for me. God, I love coffee, and I love coffee too. I just don't drink it. It just it's not something come up in my life. Gail said, "I agree, D, <laughs> with this shot." I'm surprised you remember. <laughs> Aw. And it was her birthday. What a way to no, Gail did it big, and I was proud of everybody. Though it was lovely. <laughs> it was the best four hours of her life. That probably was. And then it got odd. And then it got weird. It All right. It's weird with us. We're reeling it back into the deal with the devil with Mick Jagger. Okay. Brian Jones wrote some really good tunes, right? And the band crafted them. I am not a fan of Satisfaction. I think it's a shit song. And that's them. That's not Brian Jones. That's fucking Keith Richards, right? Not a fan. Then Brian Jones leaves. And Mick, what, replaced him in the guitar? Did he leave or did he die? He dies. Why didn't they go? That's what I want to know. Why didn't they what? The funeral. I, didn't, I mean, I, I don't know the answer. Didn't even go. Would you go? Yeah, it's your bandmate. It wasn't the bandmate anymore. It, it left on bad terms. Still go. You're supposed to be friends. Yeah, you got parked that shit. Yeah. Like Let's discuss this. This is deep. Let's find bad terms, though. Like, no, no, no. Fuck that. Let's discuss this. We're now the age that we are. I've buried some people. You've all buried some people. I don't like funerals. When like, our fucking roadie just passed away, our first roadie, right? Trevor Dan. Remember Trevor Dan? Yeah. Passed the fuck away. Yeah. There probably will be a service. I will not attend this service. I'm done with services. He's not going to fucking be there. And I don't really know his family like that. So really, the service is for the living, not the dead guy. So I don't think I'm going to funerals anymore. I think I'm done with funerals. I mean, I'll go to things. Like, we went to Billy Bottle's funeral. But then we fucked it up. Remember that? We fucked it up. We started laughing and shit and fucking around. And his mother just looked at us. And I'm like, I know we're first off. When I go, you fucks better be laughing. You're outliving hysterical. all of us. I mean, that's true. So what the fuck? I'm immortal, so. There you go. And again, we're older now. That's the attitude. Yeah, I don't go to a funeral because you don't want to. But they were really young right then. You know, going all that they went through. You know, no, I mean, no, it is, it, is, it is suspect. Out of all the people we suspect. know, you know who's going to wind up left? Me and Gary. I, uh, I hope I'm here. <laughs> Timmy, me and Gary are going to outlive all of you. The ones that have just totally destroyed ourselves for years. Gary's going to pull a while into one day just not wake up. Nah. Nah, I don't think he goes like that. He's not, not that lucky. Kate McGrogan said, 
I'm in charge of Dave's phone post funeral. I'm important. Oh, that's true. She is. She's 100%. <laughs> We we a couple months ago we were talking about it and I said look if I die if I die you need to take my cell phone and after I'm buried after the service you have to take my phone and send a mass text to everyone on my phone that says thank you all for coming no let me the fuck out <laughs> I have no nothing to drink in here uh yeah just under the wire that's all the wire. The wire's the thing. That's, that's the Veronica wire. Well, for I know it's there. The one time it happened, it really went to shit. It's like a hurricane. Like, oh, I left it in my car. Okay. Michael Gregory said, if X goes the way of Al Bundy on a roof, Kate said, it's dark in here and I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Did Al Bundy die? No. He's still alive. I figure I'm going to fall off a roof eventually. You think you're going to go off a roof? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's has my instructions because Johnny it's funny you say that. I was thinking about that yesterday. I have a whole list of shit I have to do with her tattoos. Like specific shit. Specific like, shit. What do you mean do with your tattoos? Oh, you want to hear the fucking story? Are, are you no, you like, go ahead. It's your. I gotta read it from the fucking your rules. Skin, like tanned and, and put on display. Because that's a thing. Some dude did that. That's weird. No, I'm gonna pull it up on my fucking phone. You're fucking weird about it. Just got weird. Back, well, but I do want a band playing. Do you know any good ones? Because <laughs> I don't. Yeah, we're both out of the system because why? I don't know my password. Oh, wow. That's impossible. How would I not know my own password? Oh, I know it. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> holy shit. It's like, wow. No, 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 no. For the lockbox for your shit is a different fucking thing. Johnny Max said, I'm going to wear her skin like Buffalo Bill. I don't think he gets a piece of skin enough. You want to fuck me? I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me hard. <laughs> Goodbye, horses. <laughs> so good. There's something so wrong with that whole scene. I told you I made John and Matt. We tried that out. I played the music. I made him suck his sock back. Yeah? Never do it again. Did you take video of it? No. Oh, it's too bad. Please. I used to, back in high school, I used to hang out with a dude. Uh, one of my good friends, and he, we would go to parties, and he would get drunk. And he would go into the bathroom while he was drunk and get naked and tuck his tuck his sack back, and then yell from the bathroom, "You guys want to meet Chris's little sister?" And then come out. Wasn't that you? No, I think that was you. Was I think you're changing the story. It was totally not me. I may have adapted it to suit my own needs <laughs> at one point, but I did not start that. No, All right. that's not a thing. Direct cremation. Yes. However, my sleeves need to be skinned off, stretched, and framed. A one-pick frame goes to my tattoo artist, the other John gets, and the Blue's Clues rickety tick goes, goes to my son. Number three, I want a memorial with fantastic photos. One being the middle finger me and John are doing. Okay, number four, the memorial has to be Hello Kitty themed. No guests are to be dressed up at all. Wait, wait. We're allowed to wear the tuxedo shirts, all right? Because it's formal. But it like says I also like to party. Because Tiff likes to party. <laughs> number five. 
Number five, my, done and done. my ashes are to be split up for the ashes that John gets. I want them in a Hello Kitty urn. There you go. Those are the lists. I probably still add some shit to it. Damn. Yeah, you gotta come up with I some random shit. I kind of like, shit. around and find out, thing. Like, I fuck around and I did find out. Yeah. It's gonna be great. <laughs> She's gonna outlive us all, David. Probably. It's gonna happen. That got silent. So anyway, Rolling Stones. The one guy writes the tunes, he dies, somebody goes to the funeral. They bring in the next guy, Mick Taylor. That's his fucking name. Mick Taylor. Mick Taylor wrote all the riffs of the Stone songs that I love to this day. Like the really good ones, like in the movie Blow with fucking um, Johnny, Depp. Johnny Depp. There's that fucking... <laughs> Paul Rubens is in that movie. He is, actually. And this is post-jerk off Paul Rubens. Well, but there's, there's... Where did you get this? Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the greatest one lines ever. I, I can't... I can't feel my face. Feel face. Like I can touch it, yeah. but I can't feel it I on the inside. There, I can't feel it. <laughs> That's Bobcat. Yeah. Where did you get this? Columbia. <laughs> Let's do a lot ourselves. Do a, let's all do a lot. Let's all do, do both. So that guy writes these great 70s tunes. Then he leaves because heroin's a bitch and he's done. He's a millionaire. He goes home. They bring in the fucking, what's his fucking name now? I can see his face in my mind. It's not Mick. He's the guitar player from the faces. Ronnie Wood, who's still there. Once Ronnie Wood joins, Start Me Up's the only hit they have, and you never get a hit single again. Because the songwriters are dead or gone. So it's like a thing. So when you say, like, the Rolling Stones, right? Bro, it's, they haven't had a hit record in 44 fucking years. Yeah. That's a thing. It's the live thing. And they went disco. Remember that yeah. shit? Oh, Just like Kiss. Yeah. So it's like a fucking... I hate the Stones. Tremendously. And I think... He wants to just be dead, and he keeps not dying, and he wakes up every day. That's the whole live thing. It's like the Grateful Dead. How many hits did they have? Like millions. One. Of shows. They had one hit. Right. Here's the shows. thing, though. It stopped in '94, maybe '95. When did he die? '95. But so, it's still going, you know. But it isn't like John Mayer isn't fucking. You know what I mean? Like, big bucks, and they, they actually just ended too. They just ended as well. They, yeah. No, they just stopped. You know what I mean? Like it's like they're done now because they're like seventy. He's a great guitar player, but it's that fucking band I could fucking fuck right yeah. off. Like, I'm not a fan. My God, you're a bass player. Rhythm sections are life. They don't have a fucking rhythm section. They had two drums you couldn't play. Yeah. Two! <laughs> That's not good. I still don't know enough about them, you know, just because I hear it and it's... Shit! Yeah. They tell me if you're not on drugs, it's pointless. Well, I'm not on fucking drugs, so it is fucking pointless. Yeah, yeah not a fucking fan. What about you, Tiff? Grateful Dead? Oh, God, no. No, yeah, right? The chicks smell like patchouli and failure. Oh, it's terrible. I just like You ever been to a Grateful Dead show? No, I've been to a fish show, though. <laughs> it's slightly cleaner. Although that fucking bass player got caught molestation, too. Did you fucking remember that shit with the fish guy? Is that a thing? He got caught. They had a huge fish I really festival. don't know anything about them. He was taking photographs of some fan's underage, like, 11-year-old girl. Okay. The fan beat the fuck out of him. Which he should. He didn't know who it was. Like, touch my fucking kid? What? Like, he beat the shit out of him. And then, all of a sudden, fish went away Time for a while. Good old-fashioned ultraviolence. Dude, touch my kid? Dead. That's it. Yes, Not even a fucking option. Thousands. Just dead. You got through that. Yours are grown. You're good. Yeah. Scary shit. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a jam band guy? You know the dead? No. He's a musician. He wasn't here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was pee, which was an epic pee, by the way. I really enjoyed it. You ever just have an epic pee? Every day. That was pretty good. That Did was this shit go, yeah, every fucking day, sir. That's fucking, I don't know. I don't mind jamming, but I don't like 
No, like a blues jam band isn't a jam band. Like we all grew up listening to Cream and shit. When you went to a Cream concert, they didn't play the songs. Right. They just jam. Yeah. But it was fucking great. Ginger fucking Baker. That's a band. Yeah. I love jamming. I do. Starship doesn't do it enough. We're not like everything you see on stage is very rehearsed. I like being a little looser. If it was up to me, we'd write a song Sunday and play it Saturday night. And they don't do that. Or King Sam won't sign off on that. Mm -hmm. If it goes on stage, it's got to be done. But I'm like, well, fuck, let's roll it out. He's not that guy. But I like jamming. I, I enjoy it. It depends. We're very stringent. It depends. I'm funny about that. You've done it. I've seen you do it. You did see me do it. And I was I was against it at first. It sounded great. It did. It came out really well. I know. The worst part was that's like the best we ever played. Did you have a fever that night? No, oh, no, I didn't. You but didn't. if I had, I still would have fucking performed. I had a fever that night, there. and I was still there. Because I'm not a fucking bitch. That's why. Not that you're bitter. You go on stage, whether you fucking like it or not. All right? I'll give a fuck. If you're sick. physically there, the bus got there. You were there. Take your play the set. You couldn't have been that sick because you played the next day. All right? Eat shit. But did somebody have a thermometer there? Huh? I, know. I mean, if you have a fever, you know you have a fever. That's true. I get the chills and shit. Actually, can I tell the truth? I'll die on that fucking I've stage. gone on stage with a motherfucker fever. The set breaks the fever. You sweat so much during the set. Yeah. When you get done, you yeah. feel fucking great. I've done it. I've done it. Like, you get up and you're just like, just let it all out. And then you get done, you're like, wow, I feel so much better. Like, I've exercised the demon type of thing. I have exercised the demon. Stop me up! Boozy, boozy, box. fucking hate that guy. Do you? I do. But you like David Lee Roth. Love Roth. Why? A lot of my shtick is Roth. It's not. It is. I don't feel like it is. It is. It is. It is. It just is. You know, we're happy to be here back in Washington, D.C. You know, the last time we were here, there were 7,000 people attended. Tonight, there are 10,000 people. I love Roth. You should just start saying that and yelling out random like I, numbers at a show. I did, and no one got the joke. I would And King it. Sam kind of looked at me, and I kind of had to stop. But I was doing a raw thing for like two shows there, and I was That's like, awesome. "I'll tell you what, we sold seventeen hundred t-shirts last night. It was amazing." Nobody cares. We point up there. Someone <laughs> up there in the nose, please. In fact, oh, we're in a bar. There's, there's nobody up there. <laughs> The, it's, bar, it's the a, bar is literally 14 feet. From it's stage. a drop ceiling, sir. <laughs> Can you hear us up there at the top? There's electrical wiring and attic space up there. There are no pages. Some rats. Some rats. Possibly, depending on where you play. David, when's the last time you were in New York City? Ooh, I, him or me? Well, you're Dave. Okay. I, I just, I he made rules when he sat down. He's I, David. I, I, I don't remember. I don't remember. It's got to be over a decade for me. Not that long ago. It's got to be over a decade from here. But like the past 10 years, what happened in New York, it's got rough. And I heard the rats are a thing. They're yeah. a thing. No, no, no. Like it's just in, a, in an epic proportion at this point. Like the pandemic like set it off. And then like because they're still dining on the street even now, which is fucking weird. There's just food out there. So the rats are like, no, no they're bringing us the food now. Just, just yeah, That's cool. They're relocating from all over the country to New York. Rats are fucked up, dude. They're nasty. Not a fan. No. I prefer not to. Not even from this country. Just saying. Oh, I know when it was. Four years ago. Yeah. How was it? Well, I stayed at, uh, what's it called? The richest hotel there. The Plaza? Yeah, well, that's homeless people now. You know that, right? The Plaza? You don't know about that? No, I don't. Oh, I don't know the Plaza. 
Yeah. The one with the gold sinks in it? Oh, yeah. They did it on purpose because they get to have, they're moving all these homeless people in right now. Then when they move out. I thought that was the Roosevelt. It's all of them. Oh, they're moving from hotel to hotel. Yeah. Why? I have, dude, I don't know. I don't know. Talk to your fucking Fuhrer. I don't fucking know. I'm just saying. I don't fucking know. It's a whole thing. Maybe Dave does. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Dave does know. You want to get us blocked off of fucking YouTube again? No. We got kicked off. We said one thing once about T-R-U-M-P. One time. And they banned the entire episode. The whole thing. We just said the word once. So you know. It is Globalism. true. It is true. I don't even remember the context of what we were talking about. I had said... I would never say... I would never, ever, ever on this program. I would never imply that Rob Reiner may or may not have fucked a 12-year-old girl to death. Look, we have no proof, and we deal in facts in this program, and, and we consider our journalistic integrity to be, to be the utmost importance <laughs> to us. And because of that, we would never, ever get on a microphone and, and even imply... imply that Rob Reiner sodomized a small child to the point of her demise. To we death! Fuck him on to death! We would never do that. That's wrong. I would never imply that perhaps an 18-year-old Janie Lane was sodomized... Drugged and raped. ...by not only the management, but also the talent of the great and powerful Judas Priest. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's now extended to the entire band. It's no, it's just the Rob vocal Halford. Rob Halford. Oh, okay. So Janie Lane gets raped when he was an eight year old kid. He goes to L.A. Who else could have fucking done it? Who else could have done it? There's no other rock stars that came out as gay later. Whose manager was also gay? I might add. Like you might say maybe Roth, but no. Who's and then in '85 Barry Manilow. <laughs> Who just, here's what's fucked up. This is why I'm mad at Barry Madeline. It took him until now to come out as gay. Dude, we knew. I knew in 78. I was three years old. I was like, oh, that guy's a fag. I fucking knew then. I didn't know who gay was. And I'm like, yeah. At the Copa. Ah, you're gay. It's okay. Clearly, you're an industry that supports the shit. He's like, no, as a 78-year-old man, I'm going to come out as the homosexual. We fucking knew. We all knew. Not a surprise. He suffered in silence. I saw, yeah. mm -hmm. Pillow biter in silence. Yeah, he was, he was silent because his mouth was full. Oh my god, that's amazing. Fuck, <laughs> oh, that's even better. And I support gay people, but be gay! I love Freddie Mercury. Just do it. Just do it. Would you have supported me both? Holy fucking shit! You're great! Dude, I'm bringing it up right now. David, do you know the Mayor Bubba story? I'm sad about it. I knew I was going to hear it. I kind of feel shitty about the whole thing, too. I feel like the dude kind of got fucked. Here's what's fucked up. Kind of hot. Mayor Bubba's kind of hot. She's thick. No, but the tits look great. The tits look good. The makeup's like That man has great tits. Look at that. Mayor Bubba. All right. But it's sad. Is it sad? Don't wave the fucking god flag and be a pervert. I don't know. All right, maybe. But if you're telling, if you're going to church, all right, I'm gonna tell the whole fucking story, and then you're gonna make your decision. And I'm actually, I feel bad that he's. Um, I'm gonna shut the fuck up, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> where's the story at? Mayor Bubba is a pastor and a mayor in a city in Alabama. He uh, turns out to be a crossdresser named Brittany Blair. But he has a Reddit account and he has a spicy fiction Reddit account where it's like really fucking randy shit. And then this guy named Craig finds this shit and he calls the mayor. And he's like, 
I'm uh, your left wing. I'm right wing. I'm going to expose you. This is wrong that you're doing this. You should not be a pastor and this cross-dressing thing and writing this weird, like, and here's the thing. All right. The long story short, and I'm sorry to do this. I'm fucking it all up. In my head, it was going to be really dramatic and long. Mayor Bubba gets called out and he's embarrassed. And he gets up in front of his, the whole, the, the people at the church and he apologizes to the congregation. And he apologizes. And then two days later, he shot himself in the fucking head and he's dead now. And the Craig guy is going silent on social media. Because now he's probably feeling like a dick for doing that, not thinking that God was going to offer himself. That's true. But Mayor Bubba wasn't hurting anybody. I get it. He's Don't wave the God flag. That's what pisses me off. But no, here's the thing. How is it private if I can access it on Reddit? This is the dichotomy of it. Privacy is privacy. Listen, I do some fucked up shit in my bedroom occasionally. I do. I mean, I'm dumb enough and disgusted it on my fucking podcast. That's my fucking problem. And so if I ever run for political office, and I just might, Congressman Vex is coming. I wrote a book, David. It's all fucking out there. Everything I fucking did's out there. It's out there. Sure, you can get a copy of it. At lulu.com. Lulu.com. <laughs> That's called piece of shit piece pricing. Of shit pricing. David's like, what? You know, I was even going to charge the producer $100. No, I'm sorry, $99. You got a discount. It was a discounted rate. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> So Mayor Bubba, awesome himself, but he's a pastor, cross-dresser, mayor, and, the, and everybody liked him. Very popular. And great tits, it turns out. So, thoughts? I think they just, uh, the way the world is now, just pits the far left against the far right. And that's what happens. Truth. It's just... Dave. Don't throw it in there. I have a hard time with it because I don't think the dude was really doing any harm. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, and he apologized publicly too. Like, Cause he got caught. But I'm just like when I get caught cheating on my wife, I'm always like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I fucked your sister. Look, I fucked her. So I know I did it. So like we always say. I just feel bad. I think it's a sad situation. Well, the God flags what bothers me. If, you, if you're going to be the mayor, be mayor, right? I dig that. If you're, you're his wife signed off on it, so he's a cross-dresser in private with his wife. Cool. You didn't have to go online. You'd have to write about trans rights and all this shit. Shut your fucking mouth because you know you're in the public like realm. Unless you're running in Alabama as an openly trans person. I don't know, man. I mean, first off, it's Alabama, so you know how it's going to go. You know? Tiff, what'd you say? This Chad Peacock, resident of Alabama, told the news that... You have to be able to fit in the box. You can be who you are, but you should be ashamed of who you are if you're different. I think that's a shitty well, scene. You can go fuck yourself because right. I'm different as fuck. Yeah, but you're not trying to be the mayor and you're not running a congregation. This God thing's heavy, okay? There's rules. Now, I don't like all the fucking rules, but there's rules, right? So if you're going to wave the God flag. Like, them rules. I disagree with them. Before we were born? There's a church, there's a criteria, there's a Bible, there's all this shit's written out. Granted, not my deal, but it's a deal. And the Bible says anything about Reddit posts. If a man lays with another man, that's a problem. He said he was laying with another man. That's he was it. Just he was just dressing up and no, but this maybe he just wanted to be pretty. All right, you don't know. He just wanted to look good. He did look good. Great tits. I smashed. I, I know. I, I really would have. I might not have like dated him, but I'd have fucked that dude if it was a chick. <laughs> Probably. I mean. Yeah, I, I throw one in her, and every day we straight further from the Lord. They said, we're wearing high heels, we're wearing football cleats. We don't care. He's a good man. 
Yeah, but then you're that's another thing. You check the fuck out. It's like don't kill yourself. Shit's gonna happen. It's like you're a public official, right? He didn't touch kids. You touch kids, that's a fucking kill yourself offense. I'm right. I'm with that shit. Right, you're sick. You're never not gonna want to touch kids. You're a sick right. fucker. Yeah. That's fucked. You can't fix that. But he didn't even do anything. He got caught looking like a broad. I'd dress like a broad. I went to the church like yeah, I'd dress like a broad. Putting it I would have rolled up two days later in the church in, in fucking full regalia and a ball get out and been like, fuck you. I gotta be Here truthful. No, can I tell you the truth of it? I, I I embrace my fucking weirdness. This is a silver sparkle fucking cell phone. I'm a roofer, by the way. Unless you right? know a secret, everyone here does. Everyone here does what? Embraces our fucking weirdness. So that's my so point. So I have a little bit of issue that he portrays himself in the world as one thing and then isn't that thing. Just be freaky deaky. Don't be mayor. Don't be mayor in Alabama. Why can't you be mayor? They wouldn't have voted you in had they known you were freaky deaky. Probably not. And that guy, you don't wake up at 50 freaky deaky. He was freaky deaky at 16. Hey, fucking 12. Mentally, you know, well, I, I don't know. Here, dressing like a chick. All right, no, he's not lying, actually. Now that I think about that shit out loud. Like, there's something sexually wrong. Like, when you're a little kid, things happen sometimes. You could have got molested or something fucked up. They talk about this as a thing. And that's why you want to feel that on your skin and all that. Or maybe you... I don't know. I don't know. There's there's a million angles to all of these things. But the, men, the mental health thing, he had something going on. He just had something going on. You just go and kill yourself where... No, that's true. where... You don't feel good. You could feel depressed or whatever. Guess what? Your feelings change. Yeah. You're going to feel different later on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that guy was old enough to know and that. And so if he had had some kind of, I'm not saying, you know, you know, it's the same thing with all the, the when they have a shooter, oh, mentally disturbed. Well, where, where's the psych, psycho, psychiatrist in this or whatever that could have did something? Here's you know? something they don't tell you about the shooting stuff, too. Go ahead. Michael Gregory said, Councilman Bex will not speak on the house floor until he advises mascara to look fabulous first. A, I fucking hate mascara. Fact. B, he's not lying, though. I love me some eyeliner. I'll wear that shit to fucking Congress. But what's up? I don't, I don't I'll like get the trans vote. It'll be awesome. <laughs> you until they do a deep dive. And they're like, you don't even like trans people. Because I think there's something not right there. If you're cutting your cock off, I have a problem. And then I have more of a problem when there's like, oh, this is bad. Are we down this road? I'm doing it. Okay. If you're an 11 year old child and you feel like you're a girl, A, be a fucking girl. But I don't have to fill you full of fucking chemicals, do I? No. Just be a girl. Because no. there's a good chance by 17 or 19, you might not feel like a girl anymore. But it's too late because I cut your balls off. That's what fucks me up. Little kids and chemicals. Stay the fuck away. Be a fag. Not be a fag. Be straight. Be whatever the fuck you want to be. But chemicals and engineering and doctor stuff, I don't, I can't support it. Yeah, They're I got, children. I got real beef with that. They're um, children. Then that whole fucking. Uh, let's talk another one. Jazz. You know who jazz is. I do. Jazz. Yeah. Jazz got his cock cut off. They make a vagina. Now this is disturbing, but it's true. She has to put a fucking dildo inside the vagina like six times a day to not leave the hole close up, and the kid's not disciplined enough to do it. They crawled through glass. They had this kid eating chemicals. The whole fucking thing. And it's come out the jazz is like, yeah, I don't even know. Maybe. But how you back up now? And she they've been doing that to her for years. Like, remember, TLC? A 12-year-old yeah. kid. Here's what I think. Uh, you know, when we were growing up, there was a, a, a large problem with, like, kids 
running away, committing suicide. The suicide thing. And I think it's it's very natural for a person of that age who has no real life experience to draw from that it's very, very easy for someone like that to look for a very permanent solution to a very temporary problem. Yeah, that's sad. You know what I mean? I'll tell you this. I never woke up and felt like I was in the wrong body. So it's hard no, for me to identify. And I don't know how that feels. And I'm sure there are people out there that do feel Well, like we're not raised with the same school system now. That's the thing. We were raised where it was, you know, you're taught certain things. Mm -hmm. They're getting these kids right from the get-go in kindergarten. They're trying to get it where they bypass, where they even have to talk to your parents about it. You know, where they could, they got laws certain states where they can grab the kid. The kid could be fucking 10 and say, I want to change my gender. Right. And they don't got to tell the parents. That's flat out Last wrong. Week you, that is gender. you got someone on the Supreme Court now that could not tell you what a woman was. Remember that? I do. She's up there and like, can you define a woman? And she wouldn't say. And now she's making laws for the whole country. Well, she's trying. Listen, they're trying to pick gender before the woman's even like right. Bullshit. Well, no, now they're talking about the, the, the I mean, transhumanism. Yeah. Can I be honest? Can I speak the truth on my podcast with my friends? Speak the truth. That's what we do. None of this is going to last. Right. Like, it's a thing. The fever pitch is already dying down. The Me Too movement's already over, right? It doesn't last. They get their moment, but reality is reality. People like to say perception is reality. But it's not. Reality is reality. You could say whatever you want on a keyboard, but if you say it in person, someone's going to punch you in the fucking nose. And they should. That's the gig. Like, if you're an asshole, you get punched in the fucking face. And I did. I've been an asshole a lot of times, punched face a lot of times. I right. get it. But you went in knowing and accepting that that was a possibility when you said and did what you said and did. All of these kids. Like, I might take a shot in the face for this one, and I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> All of these kids that are like not moving out till they're 30 years old, which is happening now, yeah. right? When you have to feed yourself and if you don't go to work and make money, you can't pay for your car and you can't put food in your belly, believe me, it's all gonna snap out of itself because you can't run an industry catering to this bullshit that doesn't exist, that's not real. The school system may do it, college may do it, but the fucking world, dude, I was 18, I dropped out, I got a job in a factory of college, I got a job in a factory, and it's either sink or fucking swim, kid. Yeah. And I fucking swam. And, and I didn't want to. And I remember like, wait, I have to stand on this concrete floor for eight fucking hours and do this? Yes, and it sucked, but, but when you do it. swimming, and then the government shuts down your business, you know, like happened in the COVID. Those, you know, pe poor people at restaurants, they were the biggest victims. It's a tough business to begin with. Restaurants are tricky. That's right. But then when they tell you, oh, well, you can only have three people in here because you got to stand eight, eight feet apart. The gym thing's you know, heavy, too. So all of it. Gyms it's are heavy. the whole country. You know, they're trying to destroy it. And you're getting the chaos. But again, though, it didn't work. They tried. Whatever tried, tried. <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Eventually, it bubbles up. Dude. I want to see from it, just here's, like this mayor. Here's what I'm saying. The backlash is that someone's getting hurt from it all. You got to break a few eggs. Here's here's the thing that I will say about this. As far as all that went, um, and you know, the country being put on lockdown, and businesses and things closing, and people being out of work. Uh, you know, 
no, you have to stand six feet apart and wear a mask everywhere you go and yada, 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 and all that shit. That's, I knew, I know people who at the time were just going to do the thing and that's what you had to do. You know what I mean? And they did it without question and just accepted it. And if, if you ask those people, if this happened again, even those people that were okay with all of it, ask those people now, like, dude, if that happens again tomorrow, most of them are like, I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing it again. I won't do it. But I don't think they'd have the audacity to do it again tomorrow. I think it's going to... No, 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 no. Listen. Listen. I, I want to say something. And I want your honest opinions. This is something that fucks my head up. I have lived through how many presidential elections in the arc of my life, right? I'm 48 years here. So many elections I've seen, right? Ever. And I mean, ever in the history of a presidential election in my lifetime, 50 years on the planet Earth, no one has ever started campaigning a full year and a half before the fucking thing. It's never happened before because then next summer's the, dem the, the, the conventions. And then once the conventions hit, you start fucking campaigning hard from like, you know, June, July, August, all the way through to November. It's hard. I am getting full on motherfucking sitting presidential person commercials on my YouTube since June. Yeah. The election's not till next November, a full 12 months from now. That is not bode well for those people. No, they're in damage control. Mode. They know the pendulum has swung. There is a silent majority in this country. Ask Nixon because he was fucking pretty well aware of it. Dude, the loudest voice isn't the voice. It isn't the voice. This is, it's, I don't think it would work again. If there, well, maybe, I don't know. Because if they well, give that, you, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like nobody would, like people that were 100% okay with it, that were doing it without question. If you ask them if this happened again, in a year, next week, whatever. They're like, I won't do it again. And I'm I can, not living that life again. I'm I can say, it. I never stopped going to work. I went on every day. I never wore a mask in public in my life unless I was forced to when I went into a store. Well, I got a three-month paid vacation. I wasn't complaining. But I worked the whole time, <laughs> and thank God I got it. Because now I couldn't go out and see bands play. I couldn't go to a fucking restaurant for dinner. Like, all the shit I was doing was kind of cut back. Outside the city, though, and you live outside the city, it wasn't as bad. So now we just go to dinner over there on Street Road. And I went to dinner, and it was still fucking normal, and you sat down, and life was still... Like, it was all... It was much ado about nothing. No one... There were, Remember when there were, like, bodies to the sky, and the, the previous president put a fucking barge in the center of New York right next to it with all the fucking... The hospital barge, and it never got used because there were no fucking overflowing <laughs> bodies? Like, yeah. that, was, that happened. This was all fucking theater. Oh, yeah. And then I liked that the one guy... Nobody likes him. His old man was the fucking congressman. He's the congressman now. What the f I can't think of his name, but he went up on, I'm trying to remember it. He went up on, on, on Capitol Hill and he went against Fauci and he's like, this is bullshit. You want two masks now. He's like, masks. Rand Paul. Rand thank Paul, you. Yeah. And people don't like Rand Paul, but he was right. He's the only one that called them on their fucking I was shit. Dad, I, was, I was such a huge fan of his dad. Rand Paul is up there. I'm one of my favorite people to listen to. Man, Paul's a doctor in that field. And he went after him. He's like, this is dumb. This is theater. They're still going yeah. after him. Yeah. It's a thing, man. We were out cutting lawns, cutting lawns, and people were driving by snapping pictures of us. And I'm like, yeah. like, what, what, I'm cutting a lawn. Well, you can't be out of your house. Well, I'm out of my fucking house. Why are you out of your house taking my picture? So in the midst of all of that, um, myself and my wife and three other couples that are our neighbors that live right next to each other. You've been in my neighborhood. The houses are close, like right across the street and 
two houses up. So there's like a total of like eight of us. Seven of us were home every day. We just hung out with each other. Which is cool. Right? It, it, we had people to talk you to. You saw a social yeah. thing to work with. And, dude, we would be outside. It was, it was the middle of summer. It was beautiful out. We have nowhere to go. Yeah, remember what he's telling you? Don't have a barbecue. Hey, look, we're outside. Yeah. We might let you have friends over. Remember that for a holiday? Well, November's coming, so we might let you have Thanksgiving. I remember right. that sentence. Listen, fuck all. You're not going to let me do anything. I did not have one. Every one of my New Year's parties went through the whole fucking time. It's all a pilot test but, to but just see how everyone reacts. The point, the point I'm trying to get to is that the, the group of us would be outside one of our driveways just drinking beers and hanging out because that's what we were doing. America. America, fuck you. Because, you know, we like to drink beers and hang out. And we were, again, nobody was going to work. We were around each other every day. It's the same people that we are associating with. It's no different than the people you live in a house with. And people would literally drive down our street and slow down and scowl at us. Yep. Because we were outside together. Yep. Oh, my fucking God. Fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Fucking stupid. It's because of what they're told. That's all. They're just what they're told. Yeah, that buying the fucking just because they say it doesn't make it real. And that's amazing. The majority, not the majority, the cross section of the people that just bought it hook, line, and sinker, and still like you'll hear people. All right, I did not get vaccinated. I'm not getting fuck them. I'm not getting vaccinated. I don't give a fuck. And so I would meet like a dating app thing, and and then I meet a girl, and she's like. Well, are you not vaccinated? I'm like, fuck no. And then she's like, well, I'm vaccinated. I'm like, I don't care. It's a free country, but I'm not getting vaccinated. She's like, well, why not? And then I was like, well, my parents are dead. I got it three fucking times. It was two shitty days every time I got it. I can handle two shitty days. Like, it's not a big fucking deal. And then they were like, oh, but they were so indoctrinated with the news. I haven't watched the news since fucking 1998. I don't give a fuck about the news. I don't give a fuck about the news. And then... There's other places you can go. BBC News is actually kind of cool. Not all the time. But like in relation to our shit, they will tell us more of what's happening in this country than any any fucking US thing ever. They did that thing. This is scary. Where they had NBC, ABC, and CBS in the local news. And all three anchors said the same shit in the same diction. And they lined it up. What the fuck does that mean? Well, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But like in Philadelphia, like all three talking points at 4 a.m. every morning. Associated Press, they get the exact same thing. It's a script. So it is a script, and that's the thing. It is. It just is, and that's okay. Why have theater? Why have podcasts exploded? Right. Because it's the only thing that's not fucking. You you can do what you want. Because Joe Rogan says whatever the fuck he wants. Well, he doesn't anymore. Let's be honest. And he's taking shit down, so he's actually kind of listened a little bit, a little bit. He, he will still say things. Do you know who won't? Us. Us. No we one's, will say whatever the fuck Speaking of want. which, the only sponsor we have, let's discuss the only sponsor that we have. The only sponsor we have. We did say at the 9 o'clock hour. You guys ready? I'm trying not to fuck I've it up. I've been ready. I'm excited about it. Hi, folks. Big Al here. Friends, do you have trouble with your mattress? Does your mattress feel too dry? Do you long for a mattress that is as moist as a prison shower room floor in August after a fresh shanking? Does your mattress smell too pretty, like the front row of a Taylor Swift concert? And you long for the aroma of a wild turkey vinegar and FC saliva spit? Well, come on down to Big Al's Pissy Mattress Emporium. We have dog piss mattress, cat piss mattress, drunken bum piss mattress, 
and a premium off Kelly special mattresses. Big Al's, you say? I already have a mattress. I would like to enhance it. That's fine. I'm Big Al. I'll piss on that mattress for seventy nine ninety five. So come on down to Big Al's Kissy Mattress Emporium. We know our t- catchphrase. Our catchphrase is, why get a mattress cleaner when you get the remnants of a Cleveland steamer? Holy shit. Big Al's Mattress Emporium. <laughs> Thank you, Big Al. Uh, can you send that to me, please? Sure. Uh, because I have, uh, I have every, every plan to come on this program next week and read that in like reporter diction, word for word. Write it down. Oh my God. It's so good. Before we're done, Bubba's tits, Bubba's tits. I feel bad for Bubba a little bit. I kind of feel bad. Great tits, Bubba. No, that's the thing. She knew. Yeah. Bubba's tits. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Bubba got persecuted a little bit there. Uh, don't wave the God flag. If you don't wave the God flag, you got an out. You got an out. Like these are my titties. I love them. Okay, but this whole like the Jesus Lord Hellfire. You can't do, you do think that. He was like Hellfire. Preacher? He was a fucking preacher. That's the gig. That's what I'm saying. Like, was he all fucking Old Testament fire and brimstone crazy shit? That's the gig. Is it though? It's the gig. I mean, what if he was just like, you know, accepting of people and just, you know. I mean, I wholeheartedly know. believe in God. I fucking, God's real. I believe, I believe. God's real, right? It's pretty simple shit, though. Treat your neighbor as you want to be treated. It's right. not even complicated. It's not even complicated. But they make it complicated. And that sucks. I agree. And I think it's stupid. Uh, I, I, you know. I'm not going to sit on this podcast and debate the existence of God with you. I mean, You're going to lose. <laughs> we can discuss mathematics. I got all of it. I'm Listen, not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. No, I, I, look, if that's what you believe, that's super awesome. Um, and look, is there is there a greater power and a higher consciousness in the universe? Yeah, that's pro- it. Probably. They, I've, you have, um, I've won. Is there an invisible man in the sky? Probably no. Uh, I don't think that's a thing, but I think there's more than coincidence going on out in the ether. You know, that's that's not a thing. But Invisible Man in the Sky is like third grader baby poop shit. Like, that's not real. I'm with you. No one's saying that. people in Alabama believe in the Invisible Man in the Sky, bro. I, I, can't, I can't say you're wrong. I, I can't say you're wrong. I know I'm not wrong, all right? Which is, he's watching. Which, they didn't believe in Britney in Creepy fucking uncle looking what in the window. What the fuck does that mean? Lean in. Oh, his name. When you say Brittany, I'm like, Brittany, bitch. That's what I think of. Okay. All right. What's her name? What's her name? Anyway, I had a point to make. Point. But, it, yeah. So, is the God, is there a God? Yeah, probably. Is it the third grade example? No, most likely not. So, I, I have. So, you don't know him yet, that's all. Uh I have my own personal relationship with him. That's all. That's all. And no, and that's the thing. That's the gig. Then yeah. you're good. That's it. And I'm fine with that. That's the um, whole gig. What I really have an issue with is organized religion, which really makes me sick. Because, um, you know, uh, organized religion does nothing for anybody except start wars and cause death and destruction. And, you know, and throughout fucking time, I think it's been proven a million times that that's all it does. I'm you with know, you. I'm hundred percent. I would be the giddiest person on earth. The Vatican fucking burned down tomorrow. Every once in a while, I come across a woman. She's like, "Will you go to church with me?" I'm like, "Fucking no. no. That is never going to happen ever." 
I talk to God every fucking day. I don't need anybody else. I don't need to go between. I'm good. I don't need to go between. All right, I want to get on a topic that I'm very, very excited about. I did a lot of research with, and I sent it to you. More guys. excited than Brittany Blair? <clears throat> yeah. I'm not sh- they were great tits. Good for you, bud. What's his name? Hold on. Mayor Bubba had great tits. Okay. You ready? Daylight savings time has really fucked me up this time. For the first time in my entire life, I'll like take a nap after work on the couch, and I open my eyes, and it's, it looks like 1030 at night. And it's not. It's five o'clock. You're like, my God, it's so fucking yeah. late. Like it's for the first time ever. It's really fucking me up and it hasn't ever fucked me up before. So I guess I'm older. I don't know what it is. However, I have some facts about daily savings. I work nights. I haven't seen the sun in three months. So I don't care. In 1916, a retailer said more sunlight is more time to shop. So it was floated then, but it didn't go over. Then during World War One. The Germans and England and most of Europe adapted that schedule because more daylight means more time to fight. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. We finally fell into that fucking circle. And by the end of 45, we said, fuck it. So from 45 to 66, the United States of America did not do daylight savings time. When I was a kid, David and Dave, my parents told me it was for the farmers. They said that shit to me. Exactly. That's what but I thought too. It's not an accurate assessment. Now it gets really bad. We all know what lobbyists are, right? Do you know what a lobbyist yeah, is? Of in nineteen, the the fucking earth. That's what they are. In 1966, this industry lobbied hard for the United States Congress to, to institute daylight savings time. I want you, I don't know if you remember the list. Guess who did this in 66? I want your all guesses. What industry? Clothing. What about you, David? Um, something to sell. Candy. Candy. Tiffany? The fucking golfing industry. What? We have daylight savings time in the United States of America because golfing brought it. And they were like, well, if we get an extra hour of daylight, boozy, boozy, bop, that's more golfing after work. And we'll make so much more money. And that's just what the entire country falls under because Congress dictates it. The entire country, by the way. So that's fine. Then David nailed this shit in 19, I'm sorry, in 2007. Do you remember when daylight savings time used to be in October? And magically now it's in November and no one knows why. The candy industry fucking petitioned. They were like, well, I want more daylight for Halloween to sell more candy. And the government went, okay. And now it's then. Here's the fucked up part. The darkness part that I don't like is actual time. The other one is the daylight savings time. I personally want to go back on daylight savings time and say, fuck it. But then someone said to me, and they were very right, little kids, six years old, going to school, it shouldn't be dark. And that ain't a lie. If my six-year-old's going to the bus stop, I'm better with the sun up. I don't know what it is, but it's a mental thing. It feels safer. I don't need a kid out there at 6.30 in the morning in front in the fucking picture dark. Do they still have bus stops yeah. here? Yeah. Because where I live, they stop in front of every fucking house. You know what? You might be right. I don't even know the answer. So when you're behind the bus, it's like takes forever. But when I was a kid, <clears> it was one place. Walk, yeah. yeah. You no, got man. dropped off in a corner somewhere. Yeah, and it was like, and you were on your own. There's like 80 kids. Waiting I had a, a I had a walk to school my entire life. And then I remember when it got really cold and snowy and windy and they never gave us fucking off. I don't know why. I got my mom like, can you drive me? She's like holding her coffee. She's like, no, it's two blocks. Go walk it. And I'm like, but I'm six. She's like, I didn't ask how old you were. School's that way. There's but, you liquor know, in this coffee. For, I can't drive. Further north and out west, <laughs> it stays lighter, you know, like till like 10 at night. That's the thing. Oh, it's I think different. you're right. I didn't come in Arizona, they don't even switch. They keep it. They keep it. They just stay. Yeah. Arizona ain't fucking with that. Didn't it come? 
But see, when you're you when you're that far west, it wouldn't affect you because, like you said, it stays anyway. And in north, you know, like in Alaska, they get six months of daylight. You know, Dude, I could you, never fathom being in Alaska. Can't wait till it get dark. Oh my god, I saw I, don't I saw a story this week about Alaska. It fucked me all up. So we all every city in this country, thanks to the current administration, has drug addict section. Every fucking city in the country. Alaska has it too. And I didn't comprehend that it would, right? But you know the like the homeless embankments and encampments, I mean, and all those fucking houses and not houses, yeah. tents. They have all that. And they're like, you know it gets to minus 30 here, right? They're out there sleeping in the fucking snow, bro. Losing fucking, they had a guy. He lost all the fingers. He just had stubs. Did you send me this or did I see it on my No, I, I sent it to okay. you. It fucked me all up. Did you see the story on TV about the guy who jumped the train and lived in the, he thought, you know, he was supposed to get drafted for World War II. And he jumped off the train as they were taking him to D-Day. And he lived in... What was it? Northern Maine? I think it was. No. He lived there for like, till till he was like 90. Like, didn't even have a house or anything. Just lived outside. Still going on. Yeah. The whole time. And the guy from uh, Bachman Turner Overdrive made a movie about him. It's on like Prime. No shit. Yeah, it's, it's wild. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I saw a story not that long ago about a dude uh, from Vietnam who you know, he was a Vietnamese national and he did the same thing. Tunnels, right? He, he took, no, he took off running into the jungle. Yeah. And it turns out that after the war, um, you know, with, with the help of America, Vietnam sort of, uh, became a lot more Westernized and, and their technology and commerce, Grew a little bit, and they built airports and things like that. And how beautiful his house! And so this dude, who was now hiding out, living in the deep dark jungle, he all of a sudden just continues to see airplanes and helicopters and shit. <laughs> and they found him like six, seven years ago, in his eighties, and he thought the war was still happening, and he thought those were warplanes still flying over, that the war was still active, and that's why he never came back. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was a World War II guy, too, on one of those islands. Same thing. Not a guy. There were a bunch of Japanese fucking armies who had no idea the war was over. Because they remember they couldn't imagine surrendering. They were yeah. like, we would never surrender. But they didn't understand the atomic bomb, right? And there were two of them. Hiroshima. Because they, they, they didn't know. They fought around. And they them. found out, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> so random on YouTube chat, Ronaldo fans said hi and then he said messy or ronaldo we've gotten this guy before okay, he's okay. asked us this question That's before and i don't know who he is what's the question messy or ronaldo i'll go with ronaldo it's a I soccer soccer back, oh it's a soccer thing yeah. oh messy yeah oh soccer. yeah we're football fans i can't type back this <laughs> i mean some of us are football fans some of us are just myers fans and we suck <laughs> Okay. Anyway. Have you been to San Francisco? Have I? No. Hmm. We'll see you in the playoffs. Maybe. Maybe. So, Michael Gregory said, just got word from Mr. Gregory's agent that Mr. Gregory is free on Black Friday. And then uh, Trish said, messy. Isn't Johnny Mac Black Friday? Huh? Johnny Mac's Black, Johnny Friday. Yeah. Black Friday. Yeah. We can do both. Yeah, you can do both. We can do both. We're going to get Michael Gregory and Johnny Mac on the program. On At Black the Friday. same time. Holy shit. No time. 
What'd you say? I'm excited. He should be. It's it's a great time. We tried to have him on the program early on at its inset, and he refused to be on the show and just sat on the couch. I like while we recorded the show. Wait, was he drunk? No, <laughs> he might have been drunk. No, it was, <laughs> it was it was it was it was the surprise it was surprise drummer day. Was that the day? Yeah, David. David. We come to practice. We uh, practice. Hold on. Small backstory. I am in a band with drummer Johnny Mack. Cool. And have been for years now. And had been for a little while at that time. And I had just started doing this program here. And we weren't on morning radio we yet. We weren't on morning radio yet. Uh, and we decided to record immediately following Starscream practice on Sunday. Cool. I'll be up. So I drive up here. Walk in the door. To Let me take over. Let me take over. Go ahead. So we come to practice that morning and our drummer comes in and we're like, okay, these are the list of the dates. We're playing here and this month and here and this month. He's like, oh, I can't do that one. And we all look at him. We're like, but we all agreed on it. He's like, yeah, I'm going to Boston that weekend. I can't play that show. And I look at Sam and Sam looks at me and I'm like, so do you not want to be in the band? And he's like, yeah, I think I'm going to leave. And we're like, okay. We're going to have a cigarette break. So we step outside and he's like, call Johnny Mac. And I'm like, okay. So I just text Johnny Mac. He's like, what time you want me to come over? And I didn't think it was, I was like next week. He's like, I'll be over right now. I'm like, no, 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 wait. We still have band practice with this kid. Be here in an hour. Boom. Johnny Mac's here in an hour. The kid wouldn't leave. Like we're done practice. And he's just like, yeah, man. I'm like, okay, see ya. Okay, bye-bye. And he's just not fucking leaving. So he leaves. Johnny Mac comes in. He already knows the songs. He already knows the songs. Three songs, play them great. We're like, fuck, you're hired. Then Dave knocks on the door. Yeah, to do the podcast. And I walk in, I'm like, why, why is my drummer here at your band <laughs> practice? I'm very, very confused as to what's happening right now. And Max just like a chipper 12 year old. He's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, why are you here? I was like, oh, I know something that no one else knows yet, don't I? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you do. All right, cool. And then we were going to just uh, do the program and have him here because he was here. And he's like, I'll watch, but I don't want to be on the show. And he just sat on the couch in dead silence for an hour while we recorded a podcast. That happened. Michael Gregory said, you need to set up <laughs> a microphone in the bathroom for Mr. Nack's appearance on the program. <laughs> I could do that. I could do that. I mean, he'll feel more comfortable at home without <laughs> commenting from the bathroom. Look, I'll as make he... him bring his work vest. <laughs> make him wear the hard hat. Yeah. How did he get off on Black Friday? Because we have the high school reunion. But, like, why would they let him have off? Aren't they, like, the, the evil overlords? All right, Johnny Mac. Bezos our... getting soft in his old age. Johnny Mac is his drummer, my drummer, and her husband. Okay, that, that's how you understand that the full thing. Johnny Mac, he's our dear friend. We love Johnny. So he sneaks into the bathroom while he's at Amazon, his evil overlord, and listens to the fucking podcast on his phone and hides in the shitter. <laughs> we think. We think. No, it is definite. And then he times his break, so then he comes out of the shitter, and then he runs to his car and he listens in his car for a while, and then he's gonna go. So he's not hearing us now because he's back at work, right, but right. he gives us a good half hour of his, of his life. It's fantastic. So we're so gonna yeah, that happened. That we'll put a thing. microphone in the bathroom for him. That was how, a strange day. How'd you feel? You brought this heavy. You got heavy for a minute. How'd you feel about the program? Oh, it's different than it was last year. No spiders from the fucking sky, right? Well, I just I love that. What about spiders from the sky? It's an it's an old like soupy Prank sales. Thing. Yeah, it's like honka honka morning radio and the honka thing and all that shit. Johnny Knox said, "I'm not 
actually still here, just finishing up in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> nice work, Johnny. He's Mac. so dedicated. Yo, has anybody, speaking of spiders, I don't know why I was talking about this the other day. Uh, dude, you know like where they grow cranberries? No, but where do they grow them? That's Jersey. That's Jersey. blueberries. That's blueberries. No. No, Jersey and Pennsylvania Jersey. Are, the, are the main producers of cranberries. I wouldn't know. But what they do, uh, cranberries are hollow, so they float in water. In so what they do is when they grow them to, to harvest them, they just flood the fields. And they... Yeah, and they all float to the top, and then they, you know, they just harvest them from the puddle, you know, the, the big lake that they made in the field. Here's the problem. They send a person out there to do it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> one of the uh, inhabitants of the cranberry field are wolf spiders. Like, by miles and miles and hundreds and thousands of them, there are wolf spiders. The problem is that when you flood a field, the wolf spiders now all look for higher ground. So there's on the and you know what they find? The person in there to harvest them. So when you go into the cranberry bog to harvest them, you get crawled on by like thousands of wolf spiders. If you just wear the right clothing, it won't even affect your life. Who gives a shit? Do you want wolf spiders crawling on you? If I know I have the protective hazmat suit... You ain't wearing a bee suit in there. You can. But they don't. But you can. But so you if I have the bee suit, fuck it. Fuck a spider. I want a spider suit, not a bee suit. <laughs> I'm not trying to get swarmed by wolf spiders. But they had, since they obviously harvest it, they just send the Mexicans, right? Is it what's got to be, right? I don't. <laughs> that's borderline racist, but you know. And kind of accurate, ironically also enough. Semi accurate. Probably. Kind of? Bro, I've expanded the roofing a bit, right? And now when we do these giant um, apartment buildings, I hire another company and there's just 50 of them, dude. And they're done. And you're like, Here's your money. Have a great day, fellas. Yep. Sure. One of them speaks English. That's all you get. And then that's it. That's enough. They're a thing. They're a thing. Uh, anybody. Minor Costa Ricans, technically. That's fine. They're Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Costa I didn't know. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing. Uh, anybody who has. There are people that complain that uh, Mexicans are lazy. You've obviously never worked in a trade ever in your life. Well, that's that's another racist fucking stereotype. It's okay. Because, dude, you get on a job site, those fuckers are hammered down the whole day. They will outwork anybody, dude. It's a thing. They do complain, though. I've seen them complain. Everybody complains about something. Yeah, but not that. Just do your job. Whatever. I got no issue. No, neither do I. I'm just saying I've seen them complain. They do, they, they, they do great work. It's very nice. They're fast. They are fast. Pro, never mind. Yeah, they're fast. Okay, moving right along, gentlemen. <laughs> In Genesa, Genesio, Illinois. Yeah, I saw this. It's is good. the last standing classic pizza <laughs> in America. It has everything. It has the fucking the bar with the salad. There's none left anywhere? No. no. You can order pizza, but it's like Papa John's or yeah. Domino's, where you can get pizza, have pizza, you go in, it's a storefront, you get the box, you take it out. But this is the last standing actual. And when I was a kid, in this video that I had seen that we all saw, it's, oh, we have a chat. Does it have paneling in it? Yeah, it's exactly, it doesn't have the red cups. It has everything but the red cups. I'm not going. 
Me it was your idea. You were like road friend. I didn't know about the cops. I'm out. Oh, because you don't have the cops. But it's got the fucking lamps. It's got everything. It does. Does it have the flat top Pac-Man tables? You think? No, I would. I would doubt it. I would sincerely doubt. I'm not going. Because who's going to service the Pac-Man? Have the filthy spotted silverware. Probably. I mean, who needs who, who needs silverware for pizza? Yeah. What, what are you uppity? That's just what I remember of. Uh, the breadsticks. Do you, remember, do you remember when Wendy's had a salad bar? Yes. Weren't they first? Wasn't Wendy's the first one? No, but Wendy's salad bar back in the day was the tits. And they built out that thing with the windows at the side of every Wendy's. Yeah. Remember the curved windows? Yep. And you're like, this is the garden area. We could sit in here and eat our salad bar. The and I'm atrium, like, if you will. And dude, everybody, you just went because you, you didn't understand the milkshake thing was like, what were they called? Frosties. Frosties. You get the yes. fucking Frosties are the tits. They're not the tits. They are, dude. They are fucking great. You're out of your fucking mind. Back. Have some goddamn respect for Wawa Pizza. I think you should have respect for food. He doesn't eat. The motherfucker hasn't eaten in 75 days. We're sorry about this. You wouldn't even eat it. Would you eat a Wawa Pizza? I don't think so. I wouldn't recommend it. He's from New York, though, so he takes I pizza. I make my own fucking pizza there. Once I learned how to make my own, when you say make your own, uh oh, no, 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 no. I know, David. To answer the fucking question for the My gentleman. question is, how deep down the hole are you doing? Are you making your own dough? Yeah. And, okay. Cool. I, make, I make my own uh, taco tortillas. This motherfucker builds his own bases from a piece of wood he finds in the forest. That's fucking cool as shit. That is cool as shit. There's nothing, anything David's ever wanted to do his whole life, he just does that shit. He's like, yeah, I want to write a bunch of songs. Wrote a fucking record. He's like, yeah, I want to build a bunch of bases. Made like 15 of them. For real. That's awesome. And they're awesome, by the way. They're great quality. And then he's like, yeah, I'm done with that. I'm going to do something else. He's like, I'm going to build a motorcycle out of this. I'm going to get this like washer and build a whole bike around it. And then he did. I found out it's some kind of, what do they call it? You're on the spectrum? I don't know. (laughs) I didn't realize it so much until the other night. I was doing the neutral ball. And I'm like, this is making noise. So I... Opened it up and I've taken it apart. And my girlfriend said to me, "She's like, you gotta, you gotta dissect everything, don't you?" And I was like, it "Got me thinking." So. Why well, at this point in your life, who gives a fuck? It yeah, works. I know, but I'm just saying. Why I got two of the Nutribullets, just use the other one. But I like <laughs> took it apart. I got it working though. Why wouldn't you? It sounds awesome. No, but it's he's. I like to and then he got into weapons for a minute. Motherfucker got weapons. Like everything he gets into, he really gets into. That's cool. Nothing wrong with weapons. Nothing wrong with weapons. Big fan. <laughs> In this day and age, I suspect more people should probably have them. Listen, the Godfather straps when he went to Temple for his doctor's appointment. Yeah, that motherfucker doesn't. He has a gun twenty four seven. He. So he said to me, "This is stories." The Godfather is a retired police officer. His partner now works in like Warminster Township or whatever, so he lives over there. And this is nice. Warminster's fucking pretty decent, right? So especially 20 years ago when this was. And he's like, I'm coming home from work. I get done. I park in the driveway. I go in the house. I put my weapon in the lockbox. I close the lockbox. He's like a half an hour later, my daughter's screaming, right? They got like, I don't know what it was. But so he comes down and he looks that he has um, a split level. And he looks down and the front door is wide open and he knows he locked the fucking door. Mm-hmm. So he now he has to go back and get the weapon. So he goes back and gets the weapon and motherfucker, there's two dudes like trying to steal the TV or some shit. So he, he fucking kills one, blah, 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 all against the wall. The other one gets out, steals the wife's car because they're in the house with the keys and takes the car. Well, obviously the cops pick him up a mile later mm-hmm. or whatever it was. They lock everybody up. So his point was the reason the daughter screamed is she thought her dad was just letting himself in the bedroom. These fucking rapist murderer motherfuckers were going to go into the daughter's room. And thank God she screamed. Yeah, and God. so 
he hears the story. So now Rick says, I have a gun on me 24 fucking seven. Because if it's in the lockbox and somebody breaks in, I don't want to go to the lockbox. I want to drop this motherfucker at the door. And I was like, yeah. He's like, go ahead. <laughs> My thank you. I've never heard it. Where would where would one purchase such an album? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's all streaming bullshit, isn't it? It's super cool if you get it on vinyl. It is. It's available. Is it? It's available. There's some. Come to a Starscream show. There'll be vinyls for sale this weekend. Where's that, Dave? Paulsboro, New Jersey, at the Moose Lodge for the legend. Mike Collins birthday. See, we should have paid the money and got a legend Mike Collins t-shirt. That's what we should have done. Mike Collins will be celebrating his birthday this Saturday at the Paulsboro Moose Lodge. You think the guy in the kill will wear his legend shirt? I really don't care. I know the cake's going to say that. And (laughs) you will be able to see for the low, low admission fee of $10, you'll be able to see five bands, one, two, three, four, five of them, you will get to see Lords of Asgard, Machines of Penalty, Starscream, Dreadstar, and Pistol Razor. That's his band. You get to see Johnny Mac for the majority of the evening. Three out of five Johnny Mac performances. Triple duty. We say he's in two and a half bands because Dreadstar never plays ever. But they're playing this one. They so didn't play we... more lately. No, they haven't. Michael Dyer said this. No, not available. <laughs> Only for the book. I had a friend come over who used to work with me years ago in the yellow book days. And he's now an editor and a writer. And I gave him my book, right? To read. And he's like, um, can I rewrite this for you? I was like, what? Cause I'm not a writer. I just wrote my story. Right. And he's like, we should rewrite this and go to a bigger publisher. So I'm like, Hmm. Cause he knows people. So I don't know. Could you imagine like a polished version of the book? Hope he doesn't cut anything out. There's a lot of fucking shit in that book. <laughs> he can um, drum from anywhere he wants as long as he doesn't stand up. He plays with Dreadstar. I'm gonna make him. I'm gonna talk him into it. I'm gonna tell him to stand up and take a bow to the bar set. There's not even a stage. If he stands up at band practice, she gets mad. Yeah, so we're not doing that. That's his wife. Yeah. It might happen. I hugged her once very strongly at a show and I broke one of her ribs. He broke a couple of and then Johnny Mac couldn't have sex for like eight weeks. He was pretty pissed off. I mean, just not with her. He couldn't have sex with himself. I'd have blown him, but he didn't ask. So. Mayor Bubba was available. Brittany Blair. Great tits. Then, were they like enhanced, like visually? Like I was so confused by that photograph. Right? I feel like I feel like there's some Photoshop occurring. So he's just a guy with tits. That's how heavy he was. Is that what they're telling him? No, he wasn't that. No, I think he had the, the cutlets in there. I don't know what that. Oh, fake tits. The but it looked like, but it looked like cleavage and shit. I don't, yeah, but the cutlets do that though. I don't know how tits. There's only one way to find out. I'm not doing that shit. You can do it. Yeah, I'll pay for it. He may be. We don't know. Yeah. He has I've never seen your bathroom. It is possible. We don't. We don't know. Sometimes he does disappear. Take it down. Take it down. Maybe he's doing it at Amazon. Maybe that's where all the chill. We have technology. We could do this. Is Johnny Mac the horse head drummer? It's possible. That'd be that'd be four bands. <laughs> three, 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 three. Not four. Three and a half. Don't ever forget the half. That's so mean. It's, it's true not though. Mean. They don't 
It's true. We, should, made, we should stop messing with them. They're good people. They made the greatest flyer. They, no, they play cover music. I don't know. You play that. covers. The fuck are you talking about? You play Pearl Jam once in a while. Yeah, here's the thing. Once in a while. Right. I don't cover the because new Britney Spears one, songs. One of them plays in a cover band. Two of them play in a cover oh, band. Right? And that's the problem. Oh, that's right. It is too. And that's the problem. I'm not in a cover band. I'm in a real fucking band. Just saying. Oh, like that's not me? <laughs> sure about that? You sure, but that's not why. Jesus. I'm in two bands. Yeah, I'm in one. I used to be in two bands. Oh my god, you want to hear a fucking mess story about that guy? Yes, I do. Yes, oh, I do. David. I was in a side project during the pandemic called Superstar Galactica, right? Which I actually really enjoyed. Thank you. Then the guitar player moved to Texas, so we had to get a new guitar player. So we're like, well, we'll audition. And our old bass player who moved to West Virginia found this guy online that I would never have signed off on. So he comes in and he's one of those, um, is it David Becker? Who's who's that really Beckman? Who's the guitar player, the fancy guy who has ALS and shit now? I don't know. Never mind. The real fucking high-end shred guy. He's a shred guy. I'm not a shred guy. Jason. Jason, that's it. So he's a shred guy like that. He comes in and he could play pretty well and it was kind of fun and all. And he's like, well, you know, I had a drug problem. I, I had like a meth thing for a long time, but I'm like six months clean. And in my in, in my head, I was like, well, that's not good. That's not that long. But there's a band. So the band votes. They're like, all right, give him a chance. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. We'll give him a chance. We book a couple shows. They went fine. He took the practice. They went fine. Now he's a painter. I'm a roofer. Somebody else is like as a, as a contractor in the band. So we all have companies, right? And he starts making pretty good money because he's getting his shit together and he's like, sober and he's got a truck and he says hey man i found this great hot rotted mesa amplifier in connecticut but can you drive me and i'm like i don't want to go to fucking connecticut because like, i'll pay you i'll give you gas i'll give you tolls I'm like, okay so we go to connecticut and where do we go to connecticut to some roadside hotel where some other fucking drug addict is selling all this fucking gear right no but this mesa head screamed dual rectifier the whole thing it was like 20 years old it came in this beautiful custom road case the ones where the face plates come off like the real deal and it's hot rotted it fucking screams we got a stack we got the head we took my pickup because it had the fuck that's what it was and we got the two fucking full cabs we got full stack so put in the car drive it home everything's fine now he stores it here because he lives in like halfway houses or sober living or the fuck it is and then we're, we have a show coming up, and I'm on a roof, and I get a text message, and it says, oh, check Facebook Live for my bass player. And this motherfucker is in a hotel room talking to ghosts and shit that don't exist and how cops are trying to kill him, fucking speeding out of his mind. Yeah, Why did you go on Facebook Live? So we have a show the next day, and I'm like, the world needs to know. Oh, like, was that guy? Was that guy? Yes. And I'm like, well, I guess he's not in the fucking band anymore, right? So... And this is not the first fuck up, but we just were whatever. So then we called the old guitar player and he hadn't moved to Texas yet. He's like, I'll fill in. We're like, cool. So we do the last show. We're like, fuck it. We're done. This is stupid. I can't do this. Starscream is my thing. You know? And everybody else had all the bands too. And um, that fucking amp showed up at Sam Ash this week for sale. <gasps> I know. And my friend who's the Did you buy it? I thought about it. <laughs> Who put it there? Him? He's a drug addict. So he sold it for is pennies. It, 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 so this is before so this is a year ago so someone else bought it and brought it to sam i got the whole story i got the whole story the you know that guy who worked for ibanez who made steve vai's guitars and shit but he lives in pennsylvania do you know who that guy is yeah i'm talking about right the company itself yeah but the guy built steve vai's fucking guitars i don't know yeah i never know his name 
this guy knew him because this guy worked at Ibanez 20 years ago. So he had two specific guitars built by dude. They were originals. They don't even say Ibanez on them, but they're just built by dude's hands. So they're worth like $8,000 each because this guy's... Charvel. No, it's definitely not. Charvel's California. Okay. So this guy made them. He's out of the business. He's done. He's like, fuck this. Because he's like 70. He doesn't give a shit anymore. So his hands hurt. You know how it gets from all these years. So this guy's two customs and doesn't one walk into Sam Ash and Elliot posts it. I should say, I said, Elliot, the general manager. And I'm like, I know that guitar. That is worth a lot more money than you think it is. And then we figured it out. And like, whatever. So Elliot has that guitar. So that was a few months ago. And that was sad. He had come here on the bus and he had a big Afro because he was, and his hands were black because he was homeless. And he's like, can I get, he had a couple amps. He was like, can I get one of my amps? I'm just going to sell to get back on my feet. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Do whatever you want. Get away from me. Give him the amp, whatever. But that fucking full stack stayed here. And then he came back this May and he was like, I'm finally sober. I got a truck. I'm getting my shit back together. Can we get the band back? And I'm like, yeah, no, here's your shit. And doesn't it turn up now? He had to go into Sam Ash. He doesn't have a license. He has an ID. He's a fucking homeless person. He had to take a drug addict woman with him and she sold it to Sam Ash for pennies. And this amp's worth fucking three, four grand. It's a, it's a great amp. Michael Greger said, sounds like a big house, pissy mattress, emporium value customer. Oh, 100%. Yeah. He's, he's on the preferred customer list. Do you remember I had these the Yeah. Black one? Of course. Yeah, I sold it, right? It was yeah. the 10th anniversary one. Why you know just, what it goes for now? Why would you sell it? Because I'm an idiot. Dude, everything I've acquired over the years, you had and sold already. Gotta stop that. Do you know what that's worth? Is it 10 grand? It's going for 14. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. That one? That black one. Jeez, that was a nice guitar. Yeah, yeah that's a thing. <laughs> Tee hee hee. That's a mess. Is it a mess? All right, do your plug one more time. Where we're going to be this weekend? This weekend, we will be at, we will be at the Paulsboro, New Jersey Moose Lodge for the legend Mike Collins' birthday. Show starts at 8 p.m., $10 cover. Uh, five bands, Machines of Penalty, Lords of Asgard, Star Scream, Dreadstar, and Pistol Razor. Show up. It's going to be a shit show. You only want to be there 10, 11, and 12. <laughs> That's all that matters. If you don't come till 10, everything's fine. That's so wrong. It's fucking true. God damn it. It is, it is true. That fucking Lords of Asgard new drummer motherfucker. He I like what Dave said. Get fucked. Remember about the Dave? <laughs> yeah, get fucked. <laughs> I thought that one's gonna catch me a bit. I thought too. I'm in. I'm indestructible. They can't get me. They'll never get me. They. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode number two thirteen of the Vex on Vex podcast, Morning Radio forty five. David, thank you for your attendance. Dave, thank you for My your pleasure. time. Always a pleasure, sir. Tiffany, thank you. Was that the fastest two hours in American history? It really went quick. All right, again. So this weekend we're playing Polesboro at the Moose Lodge. Yep. We're December 8th. Where? The Golden Nugget. The casino? No, there's a bar in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> For one second, I'm like, you're playing right casinos? That's awesome. I think it's right over there. I think it's right over there. You're like, no, it's just a bar in Jersey. Yeah. Sorry. All right, this is Vex X and crew telling you to stay frosty. <laughs> <laughs> the casino? <laughs> <laughs>